Hi, it's Darcy the Mail Girl. When I'm not trying to convince Joe Bob to play Halloween 3, I'm listening to Nightmare Junkhead. And out of your consciousness, like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that understands the distinct difference between a doll and an action figure. My name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we continue to delve into the mouth of March Madness as we welcome some of our favorite podcasts to help us break down the surviving horror classics from our 2013 bracket. Whether you suffer from giant-sized arachnophobia or not, you can listen into our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, we'll download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your big asshole. <laughs> uh, and we are showing all of our big ass out on social media. Well, not really, but uh, you can find us out on Twitter at Nightmare Junk and on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead, and it is... On that book of face, where we have an events tab, which leads to shenanigans and cat nanigans. And as this episode <laughs> is going to be releasing on Friday, March 31st, if you find yourself in the Kansas City area, head on over to screenland.com, where they will have your cat shenanigans taken care of indoors. And virtually. <laughs> and technically, something I'm sure all you cool cats will appreciate is the new design at screenland.com. Mm-hmm. Things are a little looking a little different. You might take a few uh, clicks Look, to adjust. Looking pretty snazzy, though. There's all sorts of good stuff. Uh, and there might even be a Friday Night Fright tab down there for uh-huh. all your spooky goodness. And uh, the Friday this episode is releasing, our latest Friday Night Fright, mm-hmm. takes us all the way back to the year of my birth, genius. Ooh. Because in 1976, Brian De Palma... That's like so weird. Between him, the greatest American hero, right? PJ Souls with the red hat. With the hat. Anything and everything that you'd love about Carrie. And Sissy Spacek. And Piper Laurie. I mean, all that. They're all going to laugh at you. And it's, you get classic De Palma, so we're talking gratuitous nudity, right? violence, the two screens, all the good stuff. Right. And, and <laughs> okay, maybe I'm a monster now. Maybe. Or, but. If you hear a bad chuckle when they start, when she starts yelling, they're all going to laugh at you at Carrie. Yeah, you can blame Adam Sandler for that. I'm just telling you right now. Just know they're all going to laugh at you. Giggle, 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 giggle. Better than the no bin no. Now, looking forward then to uh, next Friday night's fright is going to be a uh, first time viewing for me. Ooh. Uh, we're actually going three years in advance to 1979, of which there were multiple. Dracula movies, mm-hmm. one starring Frank Langella, which we're not viewing, mm-hmm. but the one that we're taking in is a remake. Uh, uh, we've got Werner Herzog's Nosferatu. Blah, with Klaus Kalinski. That's and I've seen that for me, too. Excellent. And you know who else is in it? Who? Isabella Johnny. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Are we going to see like Nosferatu? Is he going to like rise from the grave and then rise back and then rise really forward and then rise back 
and then rise real forward, and then all of a sudden, is Renfield gonna come out? That makes me mad, and starts like slamming pots and pans and shit. Is that what it's gonna be? Is like Dracula instead of a bat? Is he gonna turn into this weird like fucking squiddly diddly thing? Because I'm gonna walk the fuck out if that happens. From Heinrich to Harkin, <laughs> it's all there. It's <laughs> all there. Exactly, Heinrich. Fucking, is it gonna be Van Heinrich? Is he gonna say the only way to kill the Dracula Mark is to use your sexual power? Right? And so fucking there's Dracula trying to fight, and he's like, oh, he's killing other vampires. He's got like fucking stakes on his like crotch. You're selling an experience right now that I'm afraid next Friday night's fright is not going to be able to actually achieve. I have a feeling because I actually did watch the original Nosferatu not too Uh long ago for the first time. Uh huh. God damn. It's dope. Fucking Nosferatu OG is fucking it's, rad. It's unreal. It's slick. So I'm, and it's, it's, Werner Herzog. Very sad, very dour. You'll write eternal life, but it will be empty. So, like... So the other repertory screenings that are happening (laughs) the weekend of the 31st, uh, a movie actually that looks amazing, have not seen it now. Yes, man? No, uh, that's coming eventually. We will get to Yes, man. Uh, No, Over the Edge, another late 70s. It's got, it's I think, the feature film debut of Matt Dillon. But apparently it's got an amazing soundtrack, but it is playing as part of the Teenage Wasteland series that is happening at Screenland. I have a feeling I will be checking that one out. Now, of course, uh, if you don't live in the Kansas City area and you would like to help support Screenland, well, the easiest way is to become a member of their film family by going to patreon.com slash screenland. But genius, I'm talking Patreon and film family. Hey, bellies. We also have our own little collection of crazies. Uh, in fact, I'm going to give a shout out to all of the film family members uh, on our "I've Seen That" tier. Uh, of course, they're going to be uh, they're going to be able to hear our thoughts on Scream Six. Mm-hmm. That episode did release this week. <laughs> good flick. It's a good flick, but like, f- no spoilers. But I got some Jenna Ortega beef, <laughs> and it's just getting worse by the day. Every time it's getting worse and better by the day. It's like uh, we're uh, o- we're almost. Uh, at- we're almost at peak Ortega. Right. We'll eventually hit the downslide, the downslide. But uh, shout outs to film family members Marnie, Riley, and Julie uh, as uh, they will be delving into your thoughts into the beef on one Miss Ortega. And of course, Julie, you heard uh, in the year of 1993 and it's mm-hmm. March Madness, give a shout out to the Carnage Report. And Riley, part, part of the uh, Who the Hell Is This For podcast, yeah. who have been part of the madness as well. So I uh, hope you all... Enjoy the episode now. Y'all fucking rad. Indeed rad. And if you would like access to that and so much more, head on over to patreon.com slash nightmare junkhead. And of course, one of the best reasons of being part of the film family is they had early access to the bracket. And without the bracket, how are you going to play the game? And we are square up in it. Oh, at this point, 2013. Upsets. Cinderella stories. (laughs) as, and they're going to continue. Uh-huh. I have a feeling. Oh yeah, in this very round. Oh, I know our our no spoilers, but our next guest has a very controversial bone to pick with us, well, and I'm agreeing with him. I, I guess beef is on the menu today. Uh huh. And strawberries. <laughs> strawberries. Stra- that's coming up later. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to mm-hmm. that. Now, of course, then uh, you know our next guest is indeed the warrior of the wasteland, the Ayatullah. Of Rock and Rula, you know him as a co-host of the Meteor Rewind podcast, 
please welcome back to Nightmare Junkhead and into the mouth of March Madness, Dustin Pryor. And I had to use the soundboard just because I got to get my 99 cents worth out of it. Well, I feel really bad because I came in here with the intent of having my little Bosey speaker so I could play it. And you know what? We're going to do this right now. That's right. The, 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 the siren has been put on. Yes. I know. Let's get the beef out of the way right now. Does, the purge should have gone. Purge should have gone. The purge should have gone ahead. The I, purge should have gone ahead. I'm not saying that there was collusion, but there is definite shenanigans going on with the purge not advancing. <laughs> because my beef, I saw multiple people because I, I follow the Twitterverse and I follow you guys on the Twitterverses. <laughs> if you mean to tell me that Jurassic Park is a better movie slash franchise than the purge, or the OG Purge, we've got beef. We don't have corporal beef. We don't have sergeant beef. We got fucking major, major beef. beef. <laughs> not general beef. Not general beefery. But <laughs> And I know we're just going off of the one movie, not the franchise. Right. Right. I will 100% go to bat saying overall the Purge franchise is significantly better, and I'll go on record, significantly better than the Jurassic Park franchise. But... I cannot in good conscience say that the OG Purge is better than the OG Jurassic Park. So all I'm saying is to the listeners that chose the bracket with their heart, your heart is wrong, <laughs> and I would like to tell you why. <laughs> so find me at Screenland, at me like the kids say on the Twitters. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Mount underscore Baldy, hey, I'm there 24-7. No fighting in the church. <laughs> now down That's the street. Right. That's fine. Now down the street, no car. Well, and it's appropriate because if you go to your back catalog at Media Rewind, you all covered the Purge TV series. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's great. Fucking so, season two is still one of the better single seasons. Yeah, it really was. There. Oh, no, and that's the beauty, if I think, and let's talk a little bit about the show, because if we want to do that with all of our guests, and listen, you, you're, you are basically a host of Nightmare right? Junkhead. At this point, the, yes. you got the Nightmare Junkhead, like uh, SNL logo. Five, 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 I'm, I'm like one. the guy that you bring in when you're like, hey, have you seen this? Fuck no. Hey, what'd you think? You see it? I don't know. Would, would you like to talk about society? <laughs> well, that that is to say, the Media Rewind podcast is not necessarily horror based. Right. We do have elements of horror that have kind of you know dripped in at times. You know, with the purge, White and, Walkers, yeah, and, and, and stuff Thrones. like that. And but of we don't the zombies with uh, Walking Dead. But... Yeah, but we don't typically cover horror like you guys do. I mean, that's that's right. your bread and butter. I like to say you guys bread go all butter. <laughs> yeah, Karen Chance go that because he that's my closest to the heart. And so, that's just it. You go all over genre. Yeah. You if it, we're doing the Mandalorian right now, so and you just finished up the Last, Last of Us. Last of Us, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I'm, is horror, I'm, so I mean, yeah, and then we we wrapped the Walking Dead, which we're still waiting for the spinoff. So the I mean, you guys are going to be delving into yeah. those. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. But you're not and exclusive to horror. No, no. In fact, into the Badlands. I was going to say that I would argue that's probably action favorite. Yeah, of the oh, ones you guys have covered. Yeah, warrior, is, when is Warrior back comes back, we're going to do the new season so. of that one. Oh yeah, I'm glad the madness is over soon. Then for your sake, my friend. Right, but I fucking can't wait for Warrior. I've been waiting for like five years for Warrior. Well, and you know what's weird? I mean, I know you guys have run into it with some of the the older horror films or even some of the newer horror that you guys do cover. Warrior, like the original John Wick, I think I've made that that admission to you guys before on some of the episodes we've done. 
it completely went off my radar. Mm-hmm. Super I didn't on. catch up with it until Cinemax had done their licensing agreement with HBO Max. Oh, no. And then I was just like, ah, oh, you know, I'll check this out because, you know, Joe Taslam is in it. And I'm just like, uh. holy shit, I missed the boat on this one. And I, he gives me a text, dude, Joe Taslam's in the show and it's fucking badass. And I'm like, all right, let's watch it. And he, no, he comes over and he goes, dude, you need to watch this first episode. And I'm like, all right. So I started watching, like, holy shit, this movie is good. And so then I, you know, and then I started getting mom watching it. the movie and she's like, this is a good movie. And so, like, it, it's it's a good show. So I can't wait for Warrior. It's just been so long because they stopped show, They stopped making new episodes, like, two years before the HBO acquisition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, it's been... So there's a gap. There's been a long gap in time. But at the same time, if they pick up even a few years or... Because it's set in the past, so they can pick it up right Well, and, and unfortunately, then. I mean, like, with everything that was in our world, I mean, COVID really tanked almost everything you know whether it be movies television shows anything so i mean they had the hiatus because of you know the pandemic and everything and so i mean plus it's hard to have an action show with close quarter combat with dozens of people yeah when you're literally putting your hands on people during a pandemic yeah there's only so much hand sanitizer to go around (laughs) action pop pop cut (laughs) you know so like no, so now that the world's kind of getting back to normal again, right. and people can do a lot of big action set pieces with kung fu treachery, yeah, I'm ready for it. But anyway, let me let me go ahead and digress just a little bit. Thank you guys for doing Into the Mouth of March Madness as much as you do, because a lot of these films, like the ones that we're going to talk about, a lot of the films in the brackets are really one time or first time watches mm-hmm. for me, not nice. one time watches, but Good. There, there's a lot of stuff like from the the 70s and 80s that I. I might have caught pieces of, like just kind of flipping through the channels, but stu- stuff that I didn't. I mean, because dude, they're in the '80s and the '90s. I was like watching splody, splody, yes. pew, pew, pew. right. So I mean, that was the heyday of like the Seagulls and the JCVDs and the Stallone. So I didn't gravitate toward the horror. Well, so you what... guys have you guys have pulled me in. And same thing, vice versa. Oh, yeah. While we're watching horror movies, you're like, have you seen this action movie? And we're like, no. Fuck, that movie's tight. I have been introduced to so many dishes. Of the Atkins diet. Hell things. yes. yes. More, Which, pe- more people need to go on the Atkins diet. Yes, they do. And because, now the Fatkins diet. <laughs> because unfortunately, that that guy is brilliant in all of his movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them might not be the you know necessarily the best stories ever, mm-hmm. but, but you can but ne- you can never discount a Scott Atkins movie to be entertaining AF. Oh, he when he does the flippity kick. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Which he does a variety of flippity kicks. Oh, yeah. And he is charismatic. Dude is charming. He's good. Look, I mean, he is the total package. Yeah. Lex Luger of the the martial arts world. Yep. And and you know, this is no shade toward JCVD, but he's not a one split pony. No, he is not. I mean, double knees, double elbows. He's a gen- certified knees. badass. So let me ask you this: <laughs> Give me an appetizer, a main course, and a dessert as an intro to an Atkins diet for someone else. Okay, there. so for an appetizer, I would have to go Expendables too, just because he's only in Expendables for a very short period of time. Very nice. But he does fight Jason Statham. So there you go. You be a I whole mean, movie and I know, I know, ge- I know Genius will be Jason on board Statham. for that appetizer. So that's like, the, that's like the pizza shooters of, of Scott Atkins. <laughs> for, main, for main course, mm-hmm. i got to go Avengement. I mean, and it's neck and neck with Undisputed 4 Boyka, but okay. Avengement is so fucking brutal. Yeah. Brutal is oh yeah. yeah, and then I would go for the for the follow up. Accident Man, Accident Man is great. So. I just watched the sequel. 
but oh. I haven't gone to the first yeah. one yet. Had a blast with it. You know, he. I might uh, let me add an addendum um, to the, your uh, appetizer. For the appetizer, I'd go Ip Man Four. Okay, he's in Ip Man okay. Four as the, yeah, as as the as evil the, drill sergeant. Yeah. Does he mm-hmm. fight Donnie Yen? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. And he's the he's the bad guy. Okay, ooh. So okay. I would go for appetizer on that one. Avengement, hundred percent main. Ep- that's my absolute favorite Atkins movie. Um, but for dessert, I might go Boyka. Make it just a big ass meal. Yeah, I would almost be too full after Avengement <laughs> to have a Boyka. I mean, that's one of those times when, like, you know, it's like midnight and you're kind of rustling around for a snack and you're like, hey, there's a pie. <laughs> Sometimes you want to eat the whole pie. Sometimes you want to eat the whole pie. But here's the thing as I learned my, my last doctor's visit because I have been taking in stuff a little later at night at our age. We can't eat the whole oh, no. thing like that. No, no. Even out of our nightmares, we'll be sitting there like you know, Louise Lasseter at the bottom, <laughs> at the, in the middle of the, <laughs> the, 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 just eating just nom, nom, nom and pie. And, and that's where I've got to question your will because there is no such thing as I, I can't eat that. No, that's bullshit. You don't want no, to. No, I've seen him eat a pie. I've seen him with my I own eat eyes a eat a whole entire pie. With a tub of Cool Whip. I've seen that as well. I've heard tales <laughs> of his grubbery of your buffet like herculean Come gather around kids let's talk about mount baldy's feastings that could have been me but i'll tell you what <laughs> like me and you talked off there a couple of days ago them days for me is over yeah dude them days is over now e- maybe to the point of uncomfort is just not one of those things i can do anymore now i'll chicken ranch it up I'll buffet it up. Oh, you mean like, pizza ranch it up? I'll pick, yeah, pizza ranch it. I'll pizza ranch it up, and I'll buffet it up. But like, there's a point where like, I'm not gonna do like round for round for round like it's a goddamn late night Tekken tournament like we did back in the day. Yeah, but so we, on both we, accounts, we, we got on sm- both accounts. we got smarter and fatter in our older years. That's true. To where we prepare <laughs> ourselves to dine like that. With wisdoms comes poundage, <laughs> and inches on your waist. Boing. <laughs> So if you're into that kind of banter, please make sure you are checking out the Media Rewind podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Join Lance. Where are all your favorite podcasts employed? Uruguay needs some yes, more folks. Exactly. exactly. No, but I, I love the fact that I'd like to think that because you saw Genius and I having a good time, we're like, oh, I want to have some of that good time. And then Media Rewind, I and again... I tend to listen to you guys first thing in the morning for some reason. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, <laughs> that's not a great way to start No, it day. is because that's inevitably why you'll probably get like on the social medias or something. I'll send you something to like of a gag. And it's like <laughs> 6.15, a.m. It's like, what the hell? Because it's making, I'm like half in and out, kind of like dozing off a little. But then I hear something. <laughs> that, that's probably the best time to listen to us. It's <laughs> when you're dozing off. Like half of in a, and out of consciousness. House of a Thousand Palpatines. Okay? I mean, yeah, that's nightmarish. So thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Now, speaking of nightmares, let us get into the round of the Scream 16 in 2013. And 10 years ago, 2013, I had not yet met you or Genius. So tell us, can you remember 2013? Where was Mount Baldy? Mm, 2013. Probably picking me up off a sidewalk. <laughs> More than likely, yeah. Probably picking him up outside of a bar or trying to keep him out of a bar fight. <laughs> Let's just say, back in the day when Genius was a younger lad, <laughs> he uh, tended to write a lot of checks that his ass couldn't cash. <laughs> but I'm but I'm like the fucking check-and-go guy. <laughs> but no, uh, it, it, was. It, was, it was. It was a lot of drunken debauchery in you know, local Westport. Uh, Buzzard Beach, yep. you know, some of the local spots that we would go to. Mm-hmm. Um, Genius and I, shocking, we were still hanging out. So um, other than that, like movie-wise, I mean, 
honestly, I've never really graduated from like eight year old me. You know, I mean, it's Rambo, yep. you know, and, and those kind of movies. Nightly so Predator screenings. <laughs> Uh, they're they're weekly, weekly now. Weekly, they're weekly. weekly. I, I got to fit them in. I, mean, I couldn't watch Predator because you guys made me do homework. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> well, that's actually, to be honest, when we were putting, well, when we, we make you let you take a test out of the book. Yeah, true. So. Oh, yeah, it, it, if well, I was and, doing a shit from memory, I'd be like, oh. what? What, what movie did I watch? We didn't do shit from memory. We wouldn't have been doing this for as long as we have. <laughs> Welcome to the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, that's been established many there. years ago, yeah. The best golden... No, we're not golden girls. Uh, the best... And then there's mod podcaster... Oh, no, we're not doing that either. And if you'd like to hear <laughs> Genius Forever ruin the thing for Dustin, Adrian, and myself, please check out our commentary on you Patreon. You say ruined, I say enhanced. enhanced. You guys are going to monster laugh at every time you see it now. Well, I no. am too. When we program and put together a lot of the brackets, we usually will get a feel of who we want to... to and listen... You're always going to be part of this regardless. But we also know you're usually more contemporary with a lot of the stuff yeah, that we get much into. Yeah, much more. Yep. And we put together the bracket of 2013 with you in mind. At, with The Purge specifically, specifically was kind of a dust and pick. Because we, we were like, he was like, well, what year should, what year should I do? And we're like, dude, we we're just going to give you the one with The Purge. Because <laughs> exactly. like, we just figured that's your more your and wheelhouse. Now, if you do have beef, you got to take it to Fangoria. Because that, uh, yeah, that, that was the... I understand that. that. That's the, the beef squasher. But instead, I'd like to think, as you say, we got to and hopefully enhance, maybe open up a little of your, you know, film library? Repertoire, if you will. <laughs> yeah. As we are going to be taking in our first matchup here in the round of uh, the Scream 16 in 2013, we have Don Mancini's Curse of Chucky going up against Mike Mendez's Big Ass Spider. Which one shall we talk first? Let's go ahead and do Big Ass Spider. Big ass spider. Big ass spider. First time. First time. Excellent. And I've watched it twice in really? two days since then. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Then I good, obviously good time experience. Or? So I, I got to say, I, I did quite a bit of cramming, like I did for all of my tests. <laughs> um, so I watched three movies in one night. Um, it wasn't terrible. I mean, right. you, you know what I mean. It just I just had to get them done. Right. And I've, by the, I've been there. <laughs> I wait just to kind of give everybody a little backstory. I wake up every morning at like about five fifteen. So by the time that I got into Big Ass Spider, the first viewing, toward the end of it, I kind of tailed off. And then I woke up at the end. and I'm like, "Oh shit, that's a big ass spider!" What what the hell happened up until that point? So that was a lot of the reason why I ended up going to watch it twice. Yeah. So full disclosure. Full disclosure. Right on. So that being said, what do you think? I I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it in in terms of like the comedic angle as much as I like like a Tucker and Dale. Okay. Um, just because I, it wasn't necessarily like the CGI. I mean, it did have a lot of funny points, but the big CGI spider. I mean, come on. I went through and I was like watching like the when they were trying to take down the spider, and it's like okay, all these military guys, and you're shooting nine millimeters at like a, a gigantic spider. fucking spider. I'm like, don't you guys have tanks and shit for this? And like the the spiders like. Killing all the the attack helicopters, and I'm like, just shoot it from a distance, dumbass. It's like, what what are we doing here? What what is what is happening now? This is why we bring him <laughs> on to bring that action perspective. Right? Going, come on, you just is... needed Rambo with one of his explodey arrows. 
Give me Gizmo. <laughs> right, right up with the his spinnerettes. Thing. Right up the spinnerettes. Because he takes out a spider gremlin, Rambo style. Yeah. Mean gremlins do. That makes sense. But for a PG 13, like sci fi budget movie. Oh, yeah. It was know, enjoyable. It was. Yeah. It I'm, was I'm, I'm, I'm never going to throw. Sh- yeah. I'm not going to throw shade at a movie that, that, that actually has a heart in, in where it should be. You know what I mean? They, they knew exactly the movie they were yeah. making. And they, they, you definitely put it away with 100% of their heart. And that's what I really appreciated about it. But so it's a horror comedy 100% from the gate, right? Right, yeah. So did overall, and you said some of the jokes landed and some of them didn't, which is, that's of fair. course, I mean, comedy subjective yeah. for everybody. But on a scale, would you say, were there more hits than misses? Yes, I would definitely say more hits than misses. Cool. Yeah. Now, question. Did you have any Rick Dalton moments of people coming up on the screen? I did, but I can't remember because I didn't write them down. No, no, that's okay. Because <laughs> that's what's fun with this film. Because we had, I well, I shouldn't say we. I had the same experience. But uh, it's like, Ray, whoa, it's Lynn Shea. Whoa, it's Ray Wise. Ray, right. I, I I knew Ray Wise because I mean, it's like who the hell doesn't know Ray Wise? I, I, well, you know, there's going to be portions of people out there. Those Some people are called mean, communists. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, Ray Wise is a very distinguished gentleman. And I mean, when he shows up, he's just like, he keeps calling the exterminator a dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, I would, I would love to be called a dumbass by Ray Wise. <laughs> but you know who the girl was? She was bring it on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's already been brought in, genius. Oh, yeah, it has. It has been brought in. It's cold in here. So we've got then the comedy aspect. We've got, so the CG, I know it's, it's for its budget. It's fine. But well, I, yeah. You, but you've got a background in kind of the giant. I mean, you were the person we watched. I watched Rampage for you there, Dustin. Oh, oh, because of me. Yeah, That's you, right. You're gonna put that on me? No, 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 no. no I, I no, enjoyed I know. Rampage. I was say, dude, as much as I got respect for Nightmare Jack, when it comes to like, oh, I mean, you made me watch Rampage. We did subject him to the shunting. That's, that, that's there's true. been some shit we've subjected him. Yeah, to and, and even just I'm to like, let you know that, sorry, dude, it, it worked its way into our it worked its way into our last episode when we talked about Jabba the shunt. So you're you're blamed for that one there, Greg. <laughs> We'll take all of it. We'll take all of it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the power of society, man. Exactly. Well, so you've also seen another Mike Mendez film. We watched back at my house. It was a Dolph Lundgren film called uh, Don't Kill Him. Don't Kill Him. Okay. It was Remember a- where if he kills the if he. Those the, the guy oh, on the rampage, yeah. and if he kills the guy on the rampage, it transfers. Yeah, it to transfers. Else. Yeah, that movie's rad. So yeah. that's a Mike Mendez. Film. Okay, yeah, he has got that kind of interesting sensibility. And hey, 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 he's talking to Frankie. Sorry, in the camera. I was like, hey, hey, hey. I know. We're like, wait, I'm like, don't yell talking. at me about a Dolph Lundgren film. How no, no, dare no, no, you, no, genius? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Talking to the kittens. <laughs> no, but he's established very much that he is very. He's a fanboy. And he just loves being able to utilize like all these cool character actors. And I do th- I think for the most part though, he does a pretty good job for kind of the limits of what they're working with. Yeah, I mean, 2013, I mean, we, we gotta think about what that was. It that was, was that was the and I mean, we're still running into it. That's the Marvel cinematic heyday, you know, because two thousand eight yeah. launched Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. So do you really think I mean, and, and this is no shade, believe me, but do you really think a gigantic CGI spider is going to get the same budget that sure. you know right. Black Widow would or something well, like oh that. Yeah. Even, no matter how good it is and how funny it is, it's just not going to be there budget wise. Oh, they didn't even have the budget that Sharknado, the original one, right? Had, you yeah. know, so. well, and that's again, it's it's still held up for me though, right? I mean, for for like a low micro budget sci fi movie, I thought. An American kaiju was yeah. done pretty well. Yeah, you know. And I, I do have to point out that there was one part where you know you 
with that film in particular, you know you're watching a lower budget film. But there was one part that stuck with me when the the spider like fucking sprayed the dude's face and he melts. melts. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, that is fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark level like melted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which some that's that's the one thing that I really like about some of these smaller budget films is they'll spend a lot of their money on really effective, good, practical yes, gas. Yes, 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 yes. You know, especially when a lot of the budget's going to CG ones uh-huh. and zeros, when they do have some, like, kick-ass practical, yep. especially Mike Mendez, yeah. he'll throw in some badass practical. And that's, I, I do like the fact that we do get a bit, a splash, if you will, of the practical there. Uh, of course, the Uncle Lloyd showing up, getting taken away by a giant spider. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. just a shoe, just kind of falling yeah. from the trees. I'm like, oh, man, don't, don't. Don't do Uncle Lloyd like that. Come on, man. <laughs> now, this one actually is a lot of fun. And like you say, um, based on Mendez's work, I really think is a pretty good indicator of what you know he's done before and after. Now, that being said, uh, from CG to purely practical, Curse of Chucky. First time watch. First time watch. Yep. Now, nice. this one I was really curious about because... What's your relationship with like the have you the Child's Play franchise? Have you, have you saw saw the original? Okay. And, and I have pretty much gone away from the franchise at that point. So like if I misstep on the lore or there were there were some pieces in Curse of Chucky that I don't really under, understand. I... Apparently Frankie was like, "Fuck you, get out of my house!" <laughs> How dare you not know Chucky, bitch? Right? <laughs> Frankie's a fan, but <laughs> <laughs> long time listener, first time meow or <laughs> but no um. My my experience was just with the original, okay. uh, the original Chucky, so, so OG or Child's Play. It. Pardon me. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. yeah. So OG, that's, and that's it. And huh. so that means no baggage. And this technically, then, this is the fifth, fifth. sixth, no sixth? sixth. Yes, because sixth. Oh one, wow! Two, so then three, I missed a lot. Three and then <laughs> seed. No, it would yeah seed. No bride seed mm-hmm. and then curse. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot, and well, this is an actual. And canon continuation, and that's just it. it. So how did it hit? Yeah, yeah. So how did it hit from someone who's going from the OG to, to this? Okay, so I've got an issue with with a lot of the horror films that came out in the early two thousands. Stop going into dilapidated, rundown fucking houses and expecting good shit to happen. Jim Bad Bones. shit always happens. Jim Bones, that you? Yeah, I, I love the elevator. The elevator was great, but mm. why was Brad Dourif like channeling his inner Chris Gaines? Like every time I saw him, he had like the like long stringy hair. I was just expecting him to drop the hottest emo album of 2013. And I love Brad Dorf. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> he was really only missing the little. Uh, yeah, the little like the little under oh, the soul patch. Yeah, yeah. A little soul patch. I think they were trying to de-age him without digitally de-aging. And I don't want anybody to think that I don't love Brad Dorf because oh, he's dude, he's, no. he's amazing. Yeah, but I just, that's what I thought of. I was it's... just like, when did when did Garth Brooks come into this film? Well, and I you think know what? speaking of Dorf, <laughs> okay. We love Brad, right? And Fiona is very beautiful, and she's great in this. But God damn it, does she not look like her dad? Yeah, you know, it's uncanny. It's, it's like, uncanny. Oh, wow. yeah. But that's technically the first time that he's actually been on camera in the series. Mm-hmm. It's just always been voice work. And well, part one. Oh yeah, that's true. In part one, yeah. Uh, how did Chucky work for you? That's where I had some question, because I even asked you guys off mic whether or not that was CG or whether or not it was practical, and it just, it looked odd to me. Like, especially when, like, you got the, the Chucky close-ups, mm-hmm. like, when she starts peeling away the, like, the scabs on him or, like, whatever, the cake makeup, whatever the hell he was wearing, and it just, it just looked 
almost unreal. It, mm-hmm. it, it looked CGI to me, but I mean, I know it wasn't, but it, it just looked off. Unchucky Valley. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Unchucky Valley. And I think they only, there's a bit of CG that they used, and I think it was like for a running scene for the most part, but they've gotten to the point now, I think they've got like puppets. the puppets doing the green screen stuff, so they can, they've been able to adapt to the technology. Right. Uh, and it's, I believe, um, Tony I, Gardner. That and does I guess it. it wouldn't make sense why he's all scarred up and shit, because you haven't, haven't seen, seen yeah. any other movies. Yeah, so I mean... It, it, it so wasn't like, necessarily the the, like the scarring was. It, it just looked at that point. It looked very CG to me, but uh-huh. I, it, that's neither here nor there. It, it didn't take me out of it. I was just kind of going like, "Why does he look almost plastic?" I mean, so yeah, he's plastic. He's a fucking doll, of course. But right. why did he look more plastic? He almost looked like sheeny plastic. Megany. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That uh, that aesthetic. That's okay. exactly what it reminded me of. Yeah. I can makes... see, I a hundred percent can see that, especially if you don't know like yeah the lore yeah because I'm four mo- or five movies out of minus it. Yeah. yeah no no that makes sense because like it's a big reveal like oh ooh, right right and so if you have no you're like huh? you're like okay cool uh, he so he's scarred underneath fine mm-hmm. so yeah and this is definitely one that's more probably atmospheric than it a lot really of the ones is. that we've yeah. done uh, did any of the set pieces work for you. Uh, I will tell you one that I've got a little bit not not major beef. It's like it's like corporal beef. When Chucky grabs a hold of uh Nika's wheelchair and like throws her off the second story, Chick is dead. I'm sorry. Like cause she did a header into the fucking hardwood. Marble or yeah. hardwood and like marble. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it was marble. That's right, yeah. because it was the entryway. I'm like, no, she's not getting up from that. That would have been a John Madden and boom, down she went. I dude, it's done at that point. You just got shoved off the second story of a Victorian home. Yeah, no. Sorry. T- so question, you seen the OG Suspiria? No. No, I you saw the remake. The remake. Yeah, you, that the pissed remake. you off. Right, not necessarily oh, pissed me off. I it, I just kind of got lost because I didn't have the original to to draw any comparison to oh, or one, contrast. It, it, yeah, totally different. So, yeah, because uh, I thought I thought you saw the original. No, I never okay. did. All right, all right, we might have to subject them to that one. Yeah, I think you. It's I, short and sweet. Don't oh, worry. Okay. It's well, under ninety. I dig it. I think actually, you know what? You know the one that I think you would really dig, phenomena. Dun, 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 dun. I, I think phenomena. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, phenomena. It's basically Jennifer Connelly as kind of Sold. an X Man. Sold. No, she's Jennifer Connelly is an X Man oh, who can control bugs, and Donald Pleasant is Professor X with a helper monkey and a straight razor. Donald Pleasant should have played Professor X back in the seventies if they would have launched an X Men franchise back then. And I'm still holding you to that double feature, and so we can finally get you to watch out. We're mad. Speaking exactly. of one, Donald Hell Pleasant, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But now let's get back to Chucky, uh, yeah. <laughs> the curse of Chucky. Now, I, I understand the beef you have, and I also, again, from an action perspective. Mm-hmm. It makes you, sense. You also know, bring your, your contractor perspective, though, just in terms of the dilapidated house, the mm-hmm. dangers of it. I also have, and I know some people have thought the, the ground um, plug-in is a weird thing when she's got her laptop. No, it's not. Like in older houses, even some newer houses. I got because, one. Like, yeah, I have, yeah. right especially if you get to like houses that have been remodeled or even like larger houses mm-hmm. where perfect example, you get a large open area like a like a common area, like a living room or an entertaining room. They'll typically put a, your receptacle on the floor because you have to have lamps around couches. So I mean, because you can't get to a wall, you don't want to run an extension cord under a under a rug. Don't do it, genius. I know you have, but but never run an extension cord that far because you know tripping hazard, you know mm-hmm. shorting hazard. So they put receptacles in the floor. 
So there you go. There it is. It does exist. It you does. Know, I've, I've, on the social medias, I've seen people going, that, that, that doesn't seem real. It's well, like, and, no. And it's, it's handy when you want to put something flush up against the wall. Yeah. Hell yeah, it it's is. super handy Practical. when you want to push something flush up against Practicality. the wall. Practicality. Yeah. That's part of it. That's part of it. So other thoughts on Curse of Chucky there for you there, Dustin? No, I'm good for a first time watch. I enjoyed it. Okay. That, ah, that's good then. That, I was curious because I, kn- I knew... Since that's the one that replaced the purge, you might be a little salty. So not, I, I've I've already levied my beefs. My my beefs have been cooked. Have they been squashed? Yeah, not not squashed. Beef and squash. No, no, no not squashed. They're medium just, well, just simmering. Yeah, <laughs> slow roast. Yeah, they're seared. What question? Yeah, <laughs> question. Based upon um, what you saw, would you see the direct sequel or go back and fill any Chucky gaps? I think the only part that really confused me was, you know, spoiler alert, the ending with Jennifer Tilly uh-huh. when when she shows up. Oh God, that's well, it, super confusing. Yeah, I mean, like right. for me, it was like, oh hey, it's Jennifer Tilly, cool. What the fuck is she doing in the movie? <laughs> so, and that's the only part that I kind of confused me. And why did she Tyrion Lannister Chucky all of a sudden? She put him in like the crate right. to ship him away. Oh whatever. And see, that kind of confused me too because, like, if this is canon, Jennifer Tilly would be dead in the events of Part Five. five. But she also would have been Tiffany by then, been the events of part four. I, there's some voodoo. Say it for me. Is this your, Pe- is this your Pepe Magic. Silva moment where we're going to see like the Charlie Day? You're gonna, you're kind of. I mean, with I don't all know the if, different yarn strings and everything going we, back in between the child's play <laughs> franchise. I don't know if we need to Pepe Silva or Halloween timeline break it up, but like. I don't know. That's the one thing about this one where I was like, okay, it's cool to see Jennifer Tilly because basically she turns into a doll. Okay. And she becomes Chucky's bride and they go on a killing spree. Thus la- the bride of Chucky. And later on they have a kid together. And then later on that kid turns into a human. Would that be Seed of Chucky? Correct. <laughs> see? But then in Seed I'm of Chucky. I'm filling it in. <laughs> in Seed of Chucky, they're making a movie about Chucky and Jennifer Tilly is playing Jennifer Tilly in the movie. And Jonathan Winters is in it as well. Holy yes, shit, Jonathan. A... Jonathan Win. They actually no, not the real Jonathan Winters, but what you think is Jonathan. Winters. <laughs> <laughs> the just... pencil thin mustache, Jonathan Winters. <laughs> that just confused the shit out of a ton of listeners. Going what? Go back to the Nightmare Junkhead <laughs> previous episode. Just listen to them all. Just give them give them a play, and you'll you'll come up with the Jonathan Winters, Jonathan Waters, or, or better conundrum. yet, or better yet, like and subscribe to Media Rewind Podcast. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's take some of that uh, enthusiasm and let's go ahead and decide which of these films is going to make it into the round of The Hateful Eight. So we've got two bits of criteria that we use here in this round. And the first one is so nice, we do it twice. We're going to ask which of the two films is closer to your heart. Closer to the heart. You know what's really closer to the heart? Raspberries. That was for you, Dustin. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and lead it off with our guest. Uh, this has got a weird always with first-time watches in terms of the nostalgia factor. Right. But, Dustin, which is the t- which of the two is closer to your heart? I would say uh, Chucky, Chucky, honestly, just because, you know, I, I drew from, you know, liking the original movie and then coming into the second one going, oh, I got a little bit of a background. Not very much, but, you know. So you liked it better than Big Ass Spider? Big Ass Spider, yeah. I mean, and in that's terms not, of nostalgia. Yeah, though, that's and not, that's not to say that I didn't enjoy Big Ass Spider because, right. I mean, I watched it 1.5 times. But... <laughs> <laughs> But no, I just... I watched it one and a half times. I don't know. I think I would probably, at least for me, I I probably gravitate more toward like the franchise horror 
So, nice. if that makes sense. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. Genius. Big ass spider. Big ass spider. They're both first watches for me, but I significantly had a better time watching Big Ass Spider. And I do like the Child's Play franchise. Scurry is scary. You know, I like the OG. Fuck yeah, I, it is. I like the OG. Yep. I like OG. I like number two. Eh, three. Yeah. I dug four a lot. Um, five. Eh, right. But for six, I like the mythology and all that, but. Dude, I had so much fun with Big Ass Spider. And you're partial to giant monsters. As I it love is. me some giant monsters. Giant monsters versus something small and tiny. I'm yeah. a good giant monsters every day. Absolutely, and that's kind of how I'm viewing it. As what would I prefer to watch? What's going to actually make me feel a little bit better, put me in a good mood? And Curse of Chucky is wonderful. It's atmospheric. It's uh, call. It's you know definitely. Uh, strips things down and big ass spider is it's a big ass spider and Ray Wise is in it and I, I really side with the giant monsters on this one so yeah my vote is also going to go to big ass spider now the next criteria it's a little bit more uh, thinking uh, or I should say we're going to go a little bit more on the head um, we're going to ask if you were to remove one of these films from the year of 2013 which one would leave the year worse off less than just not as good big ass spider I, I think if you take that movie away you lose a lot of fun in, in that particular film i'm not saying that you know curse of chucky wasn't a good film mm-hmm. you know it wasn't entertaining but i just you you've got seven others that you or 14 others that you can watch if you if you really want to get down to it yeah mm-hmm. you know and i mean the i guess the equation for the chucky movies is all pretty much the same you know a plus b equals blah mm-hmm. you know but like big ass spider was like Creative. I mean, yeah. huge ass spider <laughs> just going around like molten and shit. I mean, it can't beat a big kaiju movie. That, that comes down to giant monsters. Genius. He's waffling, ladies and gentlemen. See, <laughs> I was going to say Curse of Chucky because if you take away Curse of Chucky, you do take away Cold Chucky, which I have yet to see, but mm-hmm. you also take season one and two of uh, the, the other Chucky, which I heard is fucking rad. Mm-hmm. But you do take away a good kaiju movie if you do take away. And like you said, we do have other Chucky movies, mm-hmm. you know? We don't have a lot of good American kaiju films, you know? Ah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Big ass spider. I think, I think there's something to be said about something funny. That's fair. I think there's something to be said about a good old-fashioned American funny kaiju film. Comedy is always gold. And that might change on any day, but biggest. It's the madness. It's the madness. I this one's a tough one for me too because I, if you take away Curse, I mean, yes, you do have the first five. They're they're wonderful, but Curse kind of launched the next stage of Chucky in many ways, and it's a it's a very the influence of it, especially because Don Mancini is gay. Um, he has put more of his work into the show, especially the series now. It is very, it's more LGBTQ friendly in a lot of ways. So it's actually good representation, which you always find in horror. Horror finds a way. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if you remove Big Ass Spider, like you said, it's rare that we get a giant monster movie from America. That's kind of, it's just, you know, it doesn't happen too often. We're not known for that yet. Right. Um, but at the same time, uh, right, I, right. Know, I'm. You know what? I'm going to go curse of Chucky. Okay. And I'm not. Uh, you're. You're the official uh, tally counter here. So by a score of four to two, big ass spider cocoons Chucky. There you go, crawling its wow. way. Wow. Big ass moves on. 
Dude, big ass, that, that's a big ass play. Dude, I bet that shattered a lot of other people's brackets if it wasn't shattered by uh, the Jurassic Park upset. Possibly. Possibly. Damn. It, that's the nature. The madness. That's the nature, nature of, of the it. beast. <laughs> now, that being said, then we've got, uh, we're going to close out this round with uh, oh, two pretty brutal movies, actually, mm-hmm. as it turns out. Uh, we've got Feze, uh, Fede, the little, uh, Fede, Fede Alvarez. Thank you. Evil Dead remake. Going up against uh, a number of filmmakers with VHS 2. Which one shall we start with, Dustin? Uh, let's start with VHS 2 because I've seen that one before. And let's talk about the beauty of your... <laughs> your journey with your, VHS Of going, wait, <laughs> why do I know this? Wait, what? Is this a fever dream? Okay, so I'm watching VHS 2, and again, last night, I believe, or the night before last, and because I wanted to keep it fresh in my mind. The minute it kicks on... When the, the 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 woman and the guy they break into the house, I'm like, God dang, this seems like really familiar for some reason. They're looking at the TVs, they're trying to figure out what the hell's going on with the guy that's on the laptop. I'm like, damn, this really does seem familiar. Okay, so about a third of the way through the the Timo piece of VHS two, I'm going, I've seen this shit before, mm-hmm. and. It was a little late to text you because I know that you J- genius is a is a I'm the night owl. I'm the nighter owl of so the and I, I knew that Greg might have been you know asleep for work or whatever. So I texted genius. I'm like I've seen this before, and he goes yeah without subtitles. I'm like what are you talking about without sub? Oh yeah, I have seen this. And Tab he goes days. and and all I see is like you know a couple messages come through, and I go. I've seen this because I recognize the gigantic Minotaur slash dragon slash. I go, that shit's Timo, isn't it? And Genius goes, yep, that's Timo for you. <laughs> so I, it was the Tapcade days. Yep. But when we get to that particular portion, for some reason we didn't have the subtitles. So it's you, you had no idea the what the sc- hell was going the screen on. screen cut the subtitles off at the bottom <laughs> to the point where you couldn't even see it. And everybody's like, what the fuck? And we're just like, ah, oh, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Phantasm Ravenger! Oh. It, those were the Tapcade days. Ooh, those you are the flew by the seat of our pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> a lot of memories. A lot of memories. But, yeah, no, and what's great is this, in terms of who directed it, it's just a calling card of a, a number of your favorite filmmakers. Mm. Uh, we've got Adam Wingard. Yep. Who... We all freaking love the guest. Yeah. That's, a, that's a favorite. Yeah, uh, Eduardo Sanchez, the OG Blair Witch guy. Uh, Gareth Evans co-directed yep. with Timo on Safe Haven. And then uh, Simon Barrett was uh, directed the uh, wraparound. And then Jason Eisner did the Slumber Party Alien Abduction, is what it is just called there. Mm. Which I know we you had you had some beef. So <laughs> that being said, in terms of the fever dream recurring, what was the viewing like then? The whatever you want to call the second viewing, kind of partial first viewing, rewatch. Yeah, um, weird REM like deep slumber. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And, it. and a lot of it was you know the the wraparound piece was was good. I, it built a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. The alien abduction piece at the end. It's it's kind of like the really the the outlier in terms of like you know wh- which ones I gravitate toward the Adam Wingard eye thing was just fucking odd I mean it was, it was very much like uh, what was it uh, the the tales from the hood with the little doll kind of reminded me of um, the Corbin Burnson one mm-hmm. um, but I love the Timo one I'm, I'm sorry anytime you get and I'm sorry there is no CGI in it anytime you get people's fucking heads exploding and just 
crazy shit, fucking people spider walking up the ceiling and shit when you're coming face to face with a gigantic minotaur dragon, whatever the fuck that thing was. Amazing. Dude, you should check out Timo's horror, like straight horror movies, dude. They're fucking wild. I'm all over it. They're well, and wild. What's funny is I love, and I kind of figured that would pull you in and kind of sell you on it. I know a number of people that say when that thing breaks out and it's chasing them and it, that they took them out of it. Took out. And, and I know that you're not the biggest found footage fan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not big uh, I'm not big on found footage and I'm not big on shaky cam, which that kind of straddled the line between both of them. Yeah. Um but it didn't bother me because of all the other <laughs> explodies <shit>. that happened. <laughs> so damn, safe explodies. to say that that one is your favorite uh your favorite segment? Yeah, that was definitely. I my think favorite that segment. one ranks for me like like that's me a too. top five or top ten me too. anthology segment. What it, my one of my second favorite ones in that one is the zombie one. Now coming from the Walking Dead perspective, oh. seeing that, how did you think? How did that one play? What did that one? How did you think about that one? Number one, I'm not a big bicyclist, so fuck all that noise. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. I mean, I know you're not a big outdoorsy guy anyway, right? so I'm fuck surprised you didn't up, fast but... forward through it. You're like exercise. What the fuck's this? I know. <laughs> But no, I the, the zombie cool the the zombie piece was really cool. The part where they start to rip the dude's stomach open, I mean, and just the sound design of that. Yeah, the I'm squish. like, oh, yeah. I was like, what the hell did they have to do to recreate that sound? Some poor foley artist <laughs> over there. It's a living. <laughs> Got real guts all over him. <laughs> Sound like somebody was fisting a jar of mayonnaise. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 but like the, just, seriously the sound design on the zombie piece yeah. of it was just incredible because you heard everything so yeah nice yeah it's this one it's i'm glad it's okay let me ask you another question oh, oh he's got it as a no dog, more managed yours as a oh, dog yeah, that's lover fair. that's fair right because i know you love you some doggies <sighs> yeah that was the that was the only and on that bummer yeah that was the that was the only bummer yeah. but you know yeah Bad, bad, bad choice on endings. It's yeah. still leaving a taste in your mouth, my friend. It's bad. It's hurtful. <laughs> like it's. I'm saying like, and after like the whole mirth and merriment of people exploding and minotaurs mm-hmm. jumping out of people and all that stuff, I'm cool with classrooms full of children drinking battles, Kool Aid. Cool. But to end your fucking segment on dog whimpering, yeah, that is fucking too much. Yeah. That's just like, man, you built up all this goodwill. I mean, it's it's like all of a sudden, like if someone baked you a cake, but then all of a sudden you're like, the frosting is like, oh, pineapple and poison, praline and dick. Thanks for the cake. You just want to scrape it off and then enjoy the rest of the cake. You know, you're like, ah, oh, it's still a good cake, but I don't like this frosting. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't know if I would go with pralines and dick. Maybe raspberry, raspberry jam. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. It was just like, oh, right. It's like, it's like oh, right, man. And what's funny is we recorded our initial 2013 episode probably almost a month ago, and this is still just ripe, just ripe on you, my friend. Because it is. It's true. It's like, I can't, I almost want to like, because it's a great segment. It's scary. But, it's and intense. I want to watch, but like, I just want to like stop, stop it. it. Like, like right five minutes before. Like you want to make your own post-edit? Right. <laughs> the genius like, cut. He makes it. The he genius, survives on his genius way to the Exactly. <laughs> All the colors are muted. Right? Everything's... It, but and the it's four and a half hours long. And it's funnier. <laughs> so, 
Release the genius cut. Right. So from a film then that was technically um, a revisit, mm-hmm. were, was this a first time watch for the Evil Dead remake? Yes. Oh. And and guilty admission, I have not seen any of the Evil Dead. Okay, cool. So, so I don't have any baggage coming from any of the other films. Perfect. Anything. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So... <laughs> Fucking rad. (laughs) Fucking rad. Like, there is one shot in particular in in the fucking 2013 Evil Dead that I don't... Fuck it. It doesn't deserve to be on a fucking van. It deserves to be on the side of a goddamn building. It's the part where she shoves the fucking chainsaw in the fucking mouth and the fucking building's on fire behind her. That shit is incredible. It is a fucking like, rad shot. You should have been hearing like fucking Tito and Tarantula fucking playing the the rapid fire shit from fucking from Dust Till Dawn while she was doing that because it was fucking epic. And have I said the word fucking enough <laughs> trying to emphasize how badass that was? So so let me ask you this because you're extremely crucial on workman's tools used in movies. This is the beef. Okay, so Two instances. One, the um, straight or the uh, um, straight blade, right? The okay. um, serrated blade. This I can't fucking box knife. It. Thank you. Utility blade. Want. Utility blade. That's what I was looking for. So the utility blade and then the nail gun. Okay. So utility blade. <laughs> I don't. And, and this is the part. So I don't remember the utility blade because I'm so hung up on the fucking nail gun. God damn it! I've expressed my undying appreciation to Joe Lynch for mayhem when he came to town and screened it at Panic Fest years ago. The fact that his prop department apparently did their fucking research and gave the fucking nail gun a battery pack. That is my biggest pet peeve is when I see shit like that. It would be it would be very similar to like Greg, like watching someone give a public speaking thing and be really terrible at it, and not cite their sources, or you watching somebody try to give a really shitty stand up bit and like be just like terrible at it for Ooh, no right. You would be throwing timing, fucking, <laughs> but I was so appreciative of Joe Lynch and Mayhem because the fucking nailer that he uses has a battery pack. The, the fucking nail gun they use in Evil Dead in the beginning when he's fucking shooting everything and everybody and fucking fixing the door jams, it will not work. Will. Period. <laughs> Period. And then when she comes around and starts <sighs> nailing other people? Oh, that's perfect. It still pissed it's- me off. I would see. I would give it to the power of the Deadites or, you know, the Necronomicon inspiring the nail gun. But you're right. It's established early, just doing around yeah, exactly. the cabin like, stuff. Uh, just walking around the cabin. Left nail doorway. Left nail white nail. Left nail white nail. And I mean, I understand what they're doing, you know, building ambiance and what whatever the person in the prop department maybe not necessarily could figure that part out. But that's what makes me appreciate Joe Lynch so much more <laughs> is the fact that he went that or whoever was working with him on that film went that extra step. That being pushed aside, beef, beef simmering be, slow. Yes, roasting. exactly. So the back burner. We, we've beef. thrown we've thrown it in the crock pot, so now it's making our it's making our, our meal. Go make chili. We, we've already had our beef, so now we're putting all the other. The fucking movie's awesome, just awesome, awesome, awesome. The makeup, the fucking design of it. I don't agree with the fucking jeep falling on her hand, and all of a sudden she's the Incredible Hulk, and she just pulls her fucking hand off. I'm like, okay, that's kind of sketch. I mean, but whatever. What did you think about all the abuse Lou Pucci took? The guy with the glasses. The guy with the glasses. Oh. 
because he got it. Wow. Everybody got, died horribly, yeah. but he got it real yeah. bad. Multiple times. So, yeah, fucked up. Fucked up. So, yeah, it was entertaining. Did See, you have a favorite set piece? Honestly, it was the chainsaw in the mouth yeah. thing at the end. Nice. Well, And it's literally, you've got, it's raining blood. Uh, you've got, yeah, all of that in the background. It's unreal. See, this is where I, I'm upset that we didn't get to watch, watch this it with one them. with him. Yeah. Because that would have been rad to see his reaction for the first time it, over Evil Dead. It's kicking me we didn't do it. I know. Kicking me we didn't so, do it. The only, okay, here, here, here's another part. <laughs> and, and this is something that, okay, if you do this in your in your own home, cool, that's fine. Who the fuck reads out loud in Latin? Thank you. Like, seriously. Number, I didn't number, do that shit when we took Latin classes. No, number one, number one. I'm not going to open a book that's wrapped in fucking plastic with barbed wire around it. That's thank number one. You. Thank you. I'm going to throw you. that shit out in the woods somewhere and let the next dumbass find it. Number two, I'm not going to take a fucking Last Crusade etching of the fucking Latin words to try to find, you know, fucking what, what's going wrong. Number three, I'm not going to fucking mutter the words Kunda Estat Mundase Kanda. Stop, stop, stop. Exactly. Oh. Now we're all fucked. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mutter that we shit. All, we oh, all like covered our microphones, like edit this shit, edit this shit. The last <laughs> thing I need is my my cassage here and swallow your soul. Right? Fucking I don't wanna like take a box knife to my face. I'm you know that might I might lose some bounds that way. But at the same time, it's like <laughs> I don't wanna do it the hard way, you know? Well, but anyway, no, no, no. Well, so what's great is the fact that, but the, in the book said, don't read, do not don't read. say, no don't burn this book, but, please get but, rid of it. Okay, so and, and this is just me. I mean, uh, granted, I know our educational. And background don't say Latin to, anymore. On the yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, assume they, please, assume they hear it. Assume they hear it. May I go to my locker? Spotters. He's Santos. But no, I mean, like when you're sitting there reading something. Okay, number one, it says do not read. Blow. Okay, whatever. Number two, it's a fucking skin book wrapped right. in fucking barbed wire and inside the, of a fucking body bag plastic. Okay, and, and it's the not it's not the good kind of skin book either. <laughs> yes. It's not the one you find. It is the kind you find in the forest, but it's not the one you kind you want to find in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you see like a fold out of a cenobite or some shit. Right. It's like ooh, I found a whole box of skin books. <laughs> like the fucking demons and shit are pulling out of the body like a fucking Pandora. But it's like, why would you read the shit aloud? It's like, that's better kept to yourself. I mean, you don't want to read it in the first place, but it's like, <laughs> I'm curiosity so... killed the cat, man. Oh, and it killed and that dude fucking time. terrible. And a, lot, and a lot of cats. A lot of cats. A lot of cats. Yeah, that was that was and a part. Okay, I do want to admit, Yeah. I, I am indifferent to, to felines. I, I, I don't mind them. I, I, it's not, I, I don't hate them like a lot of people do. I'm just kind of indifferent to them. I'm more of a dog guy. Genius knows that. Greg knows that. Oh, yeah. But I still had a lot of issue with all of the cat husks that were hanging in the basement. There's a lot of cat husks. And number two, why is it that everybody's kind of discounting the fact that she could smell something? Dude, if you've got that many dead animals or any... I can tell you right now, if a squirrel dies in the creek behind my house, <laughs> that shit will smell in my front yard. Yeah. So, like, why are you not taking her... Her spider sense for fucking. Well, that's well, what I. They were like, oh, she's oh, just, she's just on detoxing. detoxing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I really dug with this angle because they don't take that approach at in the original all. at all. It's literally just Bruce Campbell and a bunch of people in Going a cabin for fun, and then nasty, gnarly. I do kind of want to watch the original with you because it's it's me. It's as mean as this movie is, but this has and that a modern type of gore. Yeah, yeah. This is 
This pure was, pulp. Yeah, the, this was super gore. Yeah, but versus but the, the OG is pretty gory too, but in a different way. Yeah. It's more like I don't want to say simple gore, but it's more it's, like no, it's it's 1981 versus 2013. Right. I mean, there's so, a big difference, yeah. but it's still pretty. Even to this day, the OG Evil Dead is still pretty a gory film. Yeah. Oh, very much. Very it's, gory. It, it's just it's not m- as part much as part two. Part two's got. Rivers then, of blood. But then part two, though, is, of course, where the we add the comedy. One. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to, to have you watch some of oh, those gee. Justins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're actually a lot of fun. Fuck, they're I wouldn't mind watching, rewatching the uh, in remake with you. Actually, yeah, kind of. Like a good time. I know, that's yeah. just yeah, a It's fucking time. amazing, man. Feast on this, motherfucker. <laughs> so what'd you think of Mia? Her whole journey through, like, you know... Uh, willing, wanting to detox to something ill shit with that whole unfortunate shit that she did, happened in the in the forest, which again is another scene taken out of I, the OG. I found it unfortunate, you know, for anybody that might be dealing with like substance abuse or any kind of trauma that they have in their past. I mean, definitely go seek the help that you need. But I, I found it kind of, I don't know. Maybe I just grew up with different friends with with you guys. It, it just. It seemed like their friends were... I mean, I understand kind of that she, she went through it multiple times, but I don't give a shit if it was four times or five times, 15 times. If the person makes that step to try to make themselves better or yeah. you know, kick the sauce or do whatever they're trying to do, why would her, fr- quote, friends not be supportive of her? You know, because obviously she went through some pretty heinous shit. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I liked her... I, I like kind of her redemptive arc. I mean... What am I going to do about my hand kind of deal? Uh, we'll find out what Stumpy has to say next time. But, you know, if they make an Evil Dead Part 2, <laughs> you know. No, they are. So let me ask you this. They actually are making, it comes out next month. Mm-hmm. Right on. So it's called <laughs> Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Rise. Rise. So let us put a pause in this for a little quick. So we just watched, and technically, all for the the brand new. It must be a brand new trailer, Evil Dead trailer for Evil Dead Rise. So yeah, so based upon the trailer, Jace, based upon your rewatch of Evil De- or watch First of Evil Dead, one, yeah. do you want to go see it? Fuck yes, I do. Ah, <laughs> excellent. And one of, one of the selling factors is Alyssa Sutherland. She played the the Queen of Katagat after uh, Lagatha left in Vikings. She was awesome. It's it's reaching out to exactly, everyone. Exactly, man. It's like Every, going into everybody. all my favorites. <laughs> Your stories. Yeah, all my stories. So you're down with the Evil Dead? Oh, Would yeah. you be interested in going back and seeing the OGs? Yeah, I think so. Have you ever seen Army of Darkness? No. Okay. Like I said, this was the only the only one I've seen. Perfect. Now we got and I'm all over it. Like a we... fat kid on cake. Cool, cool. <laughs> a convert to the Campbells. <laughs> so a lot of love given to both of these films, but only one is going to make it into the next round. So, uh, Dustin, Evil Dead or VHS 2, which one is closer to your heart? Oh, I, I almost hate to turn my back on, on my dude, but I got to go Evil Dead. Mm. I, I got to leave Timo aside because <laughs> there was a lot of fucking blood in Evil Dead. <laughs> the mean, heart. E- even with as much as Timo had, there's still more. <laughs> the heart wants what it wants, man. We can understand that. Genius. See, this one is where I'm really actually drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, for a remake, Evil Dead is probably one of the 
crowning examples of how to do a remake. Agreed. Um, however, VHS is one of those movies that really opened my eyes and turned me around to appreciating found footage. So that's where I'm a little bit drawn because I dig a lot of found footage now, but and honestly, a lot of the found footage that I've seen have not been topped mm-hmm. by VH. I mean, VHS two is still the penalty. It's, it's the there. cream of the crop, Ooh. genius. Yeah. So that's where I'm torn on that one. Um. Don't feel bad for all the kitties that are in the basement that are hung up in the husks because I haven't seen them die and I don't, I'm not witnessing them die. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in Sleepwalkers mm-hmm. and at the very beginning with all the cats. I'm oh, like, okay, yeah. they look fake enough to be not real kitties. Certainly. Right? Not so much on VHS. So I'm going to pull the Sarah McLaughlin card on this one. I feel significantly better after watching Evil Dead than I do. Uh, VHS. So my vote is for Evil Dead. I love both of them have dog trauma, but it's the lesser that this is like the lesser than or equal to. Right. I'm not decisions. witnessing and hearing the animal trauma. No, that's understood. That's understood. Yeah. The, with this one, I actually am looking at kind of my feelings of both of the franchises because uh, I will say, Dustin, the, the original VHS kind of also few segments here and there that are some are stellar, some mm-hmm. are less than. Uh, viral, I've never seen. I didn't like Viral very much. 94 and 99 are both well worth your time. Yeah. It's it's like like you said, Genius, it's a series worth franchise worth visiting because it mm-hmm. does offer... More hits than misses. Yeah, and a lot of directors getting their you know chances and starts in a lot of those segments. Mm-hmm. When you look at the Evil Dead franchise, and I mean, from the 80s to the 90s to the nows, it's just something that continues. And uh, You I, evolve and change. I'm going to join you all uh, and also give my vote. Evil Dead. There's just something about that franchise. So that being said, if we were to remove one of these films from the year of 2013, which one would leave the year less than? Dustin, gonna start with you. Hmm. I. This could just be my bias or my blind spot or whatnot. I don't remember a lot of graphic graphic horror in 2013. So I would say if you took Evil Dead out, it would make 2013 a lesser a lesser year in terms of the genre. That is totally fair. That is totally fair. Genius. I'm going to go VHS because I think at some point in time, eventually, we would get another Evil Dead remake. We would get another chapter in the Evil Dead universe. I think VHS 2 not only opened my eyes, but opened a lot of other people's eyes to these different directors. And mm-hmm. I think oh, especially yeah. with like Timo, I can see that. with Simon Barrett, with Adam Wingard, because they were still pretty unknowns at the time. And this was kind of like a bigger platform for yep. them to show off to a bigger wide appeal. And without that, I think we would be a lesser sport. So my vote is for VHS. Excellent. And I'm going to actually piggyback on that. And kind of like I said earlier, VHS is very much a... It's a farm system for a lot of genre directors. You know, get your feet wet, get started, and get some experience out there. And Neil because Corman. of that, yeah, very much so. And I mean, look at the list of the directors we have in here. Mm-hmm. Gareth Evans. I mean, that's the raid. That's oh, the yeah. raid two. Yeah. You know, that's intense. Timo. Timo. The night comes for us. Oh my God, the night Jesus. comes for us. <laughs> the big four. <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal. It's great and funny. Um, Adam Wingard, of course, and Eduardo Edward Sanchez. I mean, this is a. Murderer's Row. Of people that we legitimately love. Yeah. Fede Alvarez is great. Uh, the Don't Breathe, 
one weird movie, you know, the the baster that's forever. But he also helped produce the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, which I think we both actually kind of enjoyed. I did. I yeah, did. But I'm going to also give my vote to VHS, too, but doesn't matter. From a score to four, four to two, two. Yes. Evil Dead swallows the soul of VHS. So, coming Interesting. up. Wow. So, coming up, coming up in the next bracket, we have Mike Mendez's Big Ass Spider versus Fetty Alvarez's Evil Dead remake. That's so totally different <laughs> film. I was, n- I was not <laughs> expecting that. Enter it. I am curious to see how this plays out in the next round, but uh, we couldn't have gotten here without the help of Yeah, one don't Justin. at me, you horror nerds. <laughs> or if you do, come and, come and get at Come and get it. Exactly. Them. You can find me in the Twitterverse, at Media Rewind Pod. Dig it! Oh, yeah! So which film will be joining all the others in the round of the Frightful Four? Well, when we come back from our next break, we're going to have another pair of our favorite people to help us talk. Both of these films from 2013. We'll be right back. With room quecano, Troia in qui primo saboris, in talian fato, profagus la wina quequen and lindra, multil et terris yantatus eranto. We superum, saiwai memorem, you nones om iram. All right, gang, we are back. And uh, as we go from the round of the Scream 16 into the round of the Hateful Eight, uh, let us again thank Dustin Pryor from the Media Rewind Podcast. Uh-huh. I am kicking myself. Out of all the movies that I did not get to see with my heterosexual life mate, <laughs> like, that is the one. We will we'll rectify that one of these days. We'll take care of that. But uh, we also have to say goodbye, farewell, and adieu. I'd be just saying Goodbye. <laughs> To both Curse of Chucky and VHS2, mm-hmm. and any other day, we could have been talking them today. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out, uh, we are talking two films here in the round of the Hateful Eight that have made their way from the opening round. But Genius says we close one door, another one opens, and behind that door, it's been kind of cool in this year's Into the Mouth of March Madness. We've had one of our favorite couples in horror, The Sledges. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were on uh, last week's episode. But now... We get to bring in not only one of my favorite couples in horror, but people that I'm so close to that legitimately one of them has seen me in negligee. Ooh, yeah, I got pictures too. <laughs> pictures to prove it. We have receipts. Uh, now, oh, Fox. Yeah. And you know what? And when you see them at cons, people go to the cons mm-hmm. for them almost as much as they go for like the celebrity guests. <laughs> Practically, <laughs> practically royalty in a lot of ways. So you do know them from their designs, producing some of our favorite horror shirts, stickers, and other horror accessories. Please welcome back to Nightmare Junkhead, the owners of Atomic Cotton, Erica and Zach Kaufman. Hey, Woo. Atomic Cotton. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And remember, it's not delicious dish, so we will use our outdoor voices into the microphones. Okay. Uh, but before we officially <laughs> embarrass all of ourselves, uh, where can our listeners find you out on the social medias? Please plug and promote away. On the interwebs, you can find us at atomiccotton.com, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, 
Uh, yeah, I'm, we're not on Twitter, but pretty much Instagram is where we post it's the most, and Facebook. Atomic, Atomic Cotton. Cotton. Atomic Cotton. Just look for Atomic Cotton, and you'll find us. You will find Look us. under a rock. We'll be there. Right. <laughs> we'll be the big wood. green slimy thing. <laughs> well, wherever your favorite horror merch can be. Yes. Yeah, I'm really glad that we can be at, back on the road again, because our online presence is lacking. But and, we're on the road. And in town, we're in stores, too, now. Yes. yes. Yep. Black Rose. The Shout Black out to Black Rose. Rose. Kansas City Horror Club love Black Rose. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful store. It is really cool. It's super cool. I'm really glad to be there. I, Greg, okay, I'm on the mic. I'm on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Erica's getting in trouble already. Into the mic. Into Kay. the mic. We're going to get like a saw contraption. You Just strap it podcast. to me, boys. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't dream it. Oh, sorry. We are going to relay some intimate stories here, no doubt, but not that intimate. Okay, okay. <laughs> No, we, but we tend to get ribald. Well, we did mention the fact that you guys are definitely on the convention circuit, yes. and you just got back from Horror Hound, Hound weekend in Cincinnati. It was a blast! Holy yeah, crap, it was amazing. What a busy show this year. It was super good. It was insanely packed all three days. Um, Friday especially. That yeah, was nuts. It was wild. Like, I, I, I yeah. It was so, okay, get this, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> It's like one of the one of the uh, we've heard of him. We've heard of him. That guy. Who? So, <laughs> so I go out and I'm gonna go outside to the van and I, I get to the back door of this place. Like, you know, you're going. It, it's in a convention little center, employee so it's like a entrance little, area, like, catacombs, like a, like the inside of a mall or something. Mm-hmm. I get to the back door and I open it and it's pouring down rain. And I'm like, shit! I didn't have my hoodie. So I was like, all right, I gotta go back to the table and grab my hoodie. So I turn around and I run into Bruce Campbell. And I'm like, sweet, because I, you know, over there's the no years, way we're gonna get to I, see him. You know, I've met Bruce Campbell, or not. I, I've never actually like talked to him. I've like met him and and given him the head nods and whatever. But I've never actually talked to him. So we start walking down the hall, and he starts singing, and I, I can't remember what it is now, but it was fucking hilarious. But he looks down at me, and he's like, "It's Saturday." I like to sing on Saturdays. I like to, I I like was like, to sing on Saturdays. All right, Bruce Campbell, that's awesome. And uh, so I got a I got a cool little uh, serenade from Bruce Campbell on my way into Horror Hound. Nice. Yeah. On Saturday Pri- morning. Yeah, it was Saturday hey. morning. And he was wearing this like pink uh, velvet. Big fat lapels. Like, like yeah. big white lapels. It was fantastic. As royalty As does. Bruce yeah. Campbell does. Okay, so that's my, that's the, my the vibe was amazing all it, weekend it was. long. It was, it was just so kind of magical, like seeing people that we haven't seen in a super long time and... So yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah, and I I saw did see photos of the new possession print that you picked up from a mm-hmm. one Gary Poland. Yeah, man, that's Gary's always kind of one of my first stops. He was Thursday night. I think we ran over there. Yeah, I think you're right. And saw well, Gary when we were setting up. Um, and I was originally looking at the Exorcist ones because he had just posted both of the Exorcists, and then I saw the possession hanging there, and he was like, "Oh, I have the variant," and I was like, "Ah, fuck!" So <laughs> of course. <laughs> And uh, once he pulled out the variant, I was just like, "Yeah, that's the one. That's the one, man." And but yeah, that like, I, right away. I was gonna go for the ET print that he had, but uh, it was so busy, I never made it back over there. Yeah, so. I made it. I made it a point to run over there. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Erica had her priorities straight. I always do. That's Gary's. Yeah, I don't even. I was thinking about when we got home. I don't even know how big our Poland collection is. Like it, we have prints a lot. And, like a lot. But I was just thinking about that. I actually have his Fright Night print. In my office at work. Nice. Yes. In my office, right uh, uh, right in front of me, I've got his, uh, his Team Wolf, which yeah. is amazing. Yes, I love yeah. that one. And, and then one that I slept on at, at 
Texas Frightmare one time, and I was so mad. I was like, I'll come back at the end of the day and grab it. And sure, shit, he sold out of it, but oh. it, it was he a, found uh, one. He found though. one in his flat file at home and brought it to a show, and I was like, Oh, oh wow, yeah. But uh, it's Bordello of Blood. And oh, if nice. you haven't seen that one by him, mm-hmm. oh, it's fucking. Amazing. Sorry, can I cuss on her? Yeah, oh, yo, fuck yeah. Okay. Can I right. cuss? Do, do you know <laughs> who <laughs> you're, you're, know, you're, not, you're not met me before? <laughs> we yeah, know it's fuck. been a while since you've been on. Yes. No, uh, no, it's wow. fucking rad. Check that out. Chinook's going over and everything. Um, right. And then in my office, I, on facing the new possession print, I have martyrs. So I have possession and martyrs. Oh, nice. Almost. Which that, which by Poland. That, just that facing martyrs? Each other. Oh. Yeah, the martyrs print by him I wanted for a super long time, but too, but it was a UK like a UK company put it out mm-hmm. and so I just didn't get one and then Zach found one for Christmas one year and I was like yes so yeah I got his creep show stuff mm-hmm. yeah oh. I think we have some creep show stuff by him too I'm pretty sure we do we do yeah uh, yeah we do and Joe has the variant one of my favorites is a uh, it's a double feature and it's um, Ginger Snaps and the Changeling but it's a it's a face split and it's George C. Scott and fucking Catherine Isabel <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. That's the movie we need. It's uh, it was fantastic. Gary and it's Gary uh, and somebody else. Um, like he, he Eric, did one half, Erickson? and then uh, somebody else did the other side. Oh my god! Matt, was it Matt Tobin? No, I don't know. Erickson, um, or something um, like that. Yeah, I'm not oh sure my god. who did the other half I'm of the poster. That's okay. That's Sorry, a, it's a lot. A lot of talented artists out there. <laughs> yeah, we're for m- real, we're for missing real. out on a movie where Catherine Isabel plays George C. Scott's estranged granddaughter, and they have to go on a road trip oh together. You know what I'm saying? That would be rad. You're a werewolf. <laughs> what are Dude, you? We we wrote a we wrote a little thing on the road. What what was that Ford place called? Uh, oh, Cronin Ford. Cronin. Yeah, we don't need we don't need <laughs> yeah. to go in the plot of Cronin Ford right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Do you know what I was thinking about the other day? Do you remember uh, Lewis Berg Stevenson? Yeah, it was because of, of at the at apple. The apple it was place? the apple cider place. Yeah. <laughs> the tale of Lewis Berg Stevenson <laughs> and his apple fritters and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. like it was kind of like Johnny Appleseed, but right? It was but <laughs> Johnny Human Seed. But yeah, it was. <laughs> the stupid plots of just weird bullshit we've made up over the years. Well, that's the thing. There's <laughs> many years of friendship at this table. Yeah, now. I don't even know. And what's we go funny, back to high school. So. Yeah, and before Atomic Cotton, that's where initially I knew Erica from way back in the day. Yeah. And I think we hit it off. I've like just always been a film weirdo, so well, we automatically I, were friends. Of course we we're, were. Weirdo is <laughs> the word there. Back yeah. in the day, I know people would be partying and everything, and we would like watch just, Aliens Yeah, just shit. sit in a corner and watch a movie instead. It was incredible. <laughs> but then many moons later, I run into you guys at a screening of Creep Show, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Of yeah. which had both Romero and Savini. And Savini. And oh, it was, so if I'm not mistaken, one Metcalf. of your... Yeah, it was a Metcalf Oh, Mall. it was a Metcalf South. Yeah. But it was one of your guys' like initial... It was like yeah, our, it was like our third, or fourth third or fourth date. Third or fourth date, yeah. Yeah. And I was talking off mic. How I, pimp is that shit for me to take on a date? I'm like, yo, let's go. Let's see our first shit, date, we watched her signed, <laughs> My copy, signed copy. copy of Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw 2. 2. Oh, yeah. Yep. Signed by Savini. Signed by Savini. Intro to Caroline Williams, Love Forever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and fucking That's rad. just it. When I then meet you guys back in that point, I'm like, wait, that's Erica, and who's this guy, Zach? Cool. And then boom, right. the horror thinkings. I meet Genius, Kansas City Horror Club. You all know each other, and it's we're family. And we met Jay th- through... Uh, Angie. Yeah, through Angie and... And Diana. Um, and I beat you at Mancala. Yeah, Mancala through yeah. the <laughs> Renfest. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 
That's I'll never let right. you forget that, dude. <laughs> and then and then you're delivering shirts to the yeah. moon. And I'm like, hey, dude. Hey. Mancala. Hey. Hey. Mancala. Yeah. Challenge. <laughs> and we had the big board set up, too. Like, fuck yeah, yeah. let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. It's beautiful. And again, that's what I love. The fact is just like this untapped reservoir of memories and all yeah, these wonderful lot, things man. that have gone on. It's Kansas City. It's and it's cool how like small world because mm-hmm. like I didn't know that you guys knew each other. I didn't know well, we barely knew each other. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that's kind of cool. It wasn't like Greg meet Erica and Zach. Right. Erica and Zach meet Greg. <laughs> yeah. Susan, this is <laughs> Stacy. This is Susan. Stay around. I'll recreate my famous role. We'll be good. We'll be good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. But going into just Atomic Cotton, the art that you guys produce, okay. I did want to give you guys both a chance to talk about stuff that you've been doing outside of that. Yeah. Which is beyond amazing and cool. And I. Again, got to be there. The initial date, creep show, amazing. A, a wonderful memory of mine. Mm-hmm. Another one of my all-time favorite memories. Oh, shit. You can make me cry. I, I'm going to make you fall. <laughs> we're we we're going to have to cut this, Erica. <laughs> when it. we were at, I think it was a horror It was Days of Chicago. Sh- days it was in Chicago. Chicago. I know where you're going. So <laughs> Let's just say Erica got to be in the presence of a oh. goddess. Yeah, I met Sandal Bergman. Woo. And Greg saw it all. Oh. Um, I, I and I tell this story so often because I literally broke down at, to like a base level of emotional just rawness when I met Sandal Bergman, and I was crying. Like she, she, she literally only had a line of like three girls, <laughs> and so the the two girls in front of me went through, and while they were talking to her, I just started like shaking and crying, and I was like, oh my god, what's happening to me? <laughs> and so then. I, and I had, I think I had Red Sonia, my Red Sonia poster with me f- for her to sign. And so I get up to her and I just, no, it was my centerfold <laughs> of her and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I lay down my thing and I'm just bawling. And I see Greg off to the side. Greg, you weren't even with me. You were like doing something else, talking to somebody else. But you saw me mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, I got to oh. witness this. <laughs> witness <laughs> me. And so... <laughs> I just I just start crying, 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 crying. And I'm like, oh my God, Sandalbergman, like I love you so much. <laughs> and at one point, she she literally just hold is holding me, holding me and soothing me and like like stroking my back. And she wrote me this big, huge thing, like about how our our interaction was so like touching to her. I talked to her for like 15 minutes, and it was the whole time the most amazing spectacular encounter i've ever had with a celebrity in my life and greg just stood off to this and i saw greg just watching <laughs> but it was it was, it was amazing it was amazing and as to i walked watch away witness. as i walked away like shook and like recovering you were just like oh my god i saw that whole thing <laughs> and it was so amazing and i was like greg i saw you watching and it was just the best so yeah, like I'm, I'm. That was definitely like a memory that I will never ever I got forget. To watch a very similar experience, only not the the breaking down balling part, but the uh, insane, ex- excited, bouncing up and down dancing version of that with uh, Robin Lively this weekend. Oh yeah, just last oh. weekend I met Teen Witch, man. Oh shit. 
Yeah, I met Teen Witch, and it was like it took me back to that same sort of fandom of where we're I like, was hey, we like, know your brother. Yeah, I was like, I was like, we're really good friends with your brother. We know Rusty, you know. <laughs> and she was like, I'm sure you are. He has a lot of friends. <laughs> but yeah, that, that fandom and getting to just like meet the celebrity and then to have them be so grateful and gracious and cool. Yeah, that was a moment, dude. And I'd like to think then, because you had an opportunity to, uh, is it your, not your feature film debut, because I know you've chowed on some some brains. I've been, and, I've been in some yeah. some weird indie stuff for sure. We this is like ate, my first role. Yeah, yeah. We, we ate, ate some gnarly oh, shit. Some, some that, shit. Was it was, that was tortilla, vile. It was tortilla gnarly. chips and, and salsa and latex. And yeah. latex. Yeah. Latex. Yes. Lots of latex. Ugh. I went for Chewing, it, though. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was going for it that night. So you've got Remember some when you put the, the, the straw through the finger? And you're know. just sipping there, sucking. <laughs> I'm a classy broad like that. The crawler, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, sleepless nights is part of the anthology. Well, and I mentioned that because you recently got a chance to participate as a full-on. I'm a major character. Badass. Yeah. Bad My character's ass. name is Valeria too. I'm named after Sandal Bergman from Conan. My character's name is Valeria. A little film Fuck called Hellfire Xanadu. No, Xanadu Hellfire, my friend. Shiznittle <laughs> snap. It's in front of me, too. <laughs> Damn it. Xanadu Hellfire is the name of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yes, and I play a character named Valeria. I'm a, I'm a second-in-command barbarian <laughs> lady from the future. I travel through time to um, battle small children and get the... Um, the princess back to her time and place. Yeah, that's my job. So you've been you've been building up my whole life, basically. Yeah. <laughs> my whole existence has brought me to this moment where I get to finally be the barbarian I was always meant to be. Basically, I have one whole line in the <laughs> Zach movie. Zach has a line. Nice. And it's in. It's like the very first line of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just. Do you Fantastic. want? Do you want to say it? No, I don't. Okay, you, you guys gotta wait. You guys gotta wait. We, He's gonna be signing it on DVDs. There we go. <laughs> like, hey, hey, I'm, I, I had the line. Yo, I, I got the line, man. I'm, I'm, married the the, I'm married to the real life Valeria. Come on. <laughs> it's got to be worth something. No, but no. So what was that like then? It was so fucking amazing, amazing dude. Yeah. It was like the coolest experience. One of the coolest experience, but like my most recent coolest experience. <laughs> and a lot of <laughs> memories and cool experiences. Yeah, I've done a lot of really cool shit, but like, so I took my first flight by myself. I went to California all by myself. And I was in like Ubers by myself. That's, it was I, that's big kid stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so just making a movie with my friends in California. Justin Armeo is the director. Um, he we he wrote it, and I helped conceptualize a bunch of shit over the years. It was quite. It was like a long, a long process. We sort of came up with the idea one night, and it just sort of. Grew and grew and grew and grew until yo, it's a movie now. Kind of like what we were doing earlier when we were like just just shooting the just shit, shooting the yeah. shit mm -hmm. about stupid plots. That yeah. Are, yeah, that's, that's literally how, it how this started, and it, it sprung from our love of like sword and sorcery movies from the eighties and comedy stuff, and how I love a cast of children. I love it when kids know like the secret knowledge that the parents don't, because kids like you just sort of forget magic as you grow up. And I don't know, kids are just always super cool in fantasy movies, like never ending story type shit. Um, and so like there's a lot we pull a lot of just silly, ridiculous bullshit from the things that we loved as children. 
and it's just a fantasy. It's like a kids' fantasy movie, basically. And, and Justin is just like us. Yeah, it's like, it's written it's by a bunch same. of like fandom mm-hmm. goofy, just silly fun. It's a lot of fun. Genuine joy. Yeah, it's not like a horror movie at all. When I tell people what the plot is, they're like, "Wait, what? It's not a horror movie?" And I'm like, "I'm not just I'm not a one trick pony, guys." Just- <laughs> <laughs> we can't exist outside of yeah, genre. Like ninety yes. percent of my life is just goofy as fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations on that, and I'm anxious to watch it. Yeah, fact, we'll, we'll see it soon. We should. I'd like to, if I can, can I screen a personal uh, viewing at the Kaufman residence? Yeah, yeah, Sweet. yeah. We've actually got a. Uh, we just put up. We a set big up a little area. Out, yeah, so nice. a big screen yeah. and stuff. It's all fancy. Nice. Oh, again, congrats. That's so cool. Thanks. It's super yeah. cool. I'm extremely proud. Xanadu Hellfire. The trailer's on YouTube. And Check it, it will out. be out on Blu-ray. Very, yeah, very, the Blu-rays are, should be in hand this week. So, oh no shit, that quick. Well, Justin, I think has them, but I'll get them probably next week. Yeah, nice, nice. So nice. by the time you are listening to this, you should be there. Will be just... Blu-rays. <laughs> there will be blue. <laughs> now, going from uh, Erica to Zach, you also have something recent that you just put out on the music side, yes. and that's you are a huge musician yourself. And you, and I we got to listen mm-hmm. to this little project. Uh, tell me a little bit about py- I'm, I won't uh, moth pyro. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so pyro moth. Uh, pyro moth is a uh, project that I started. Um, that's been a couple. It's been a, probably about a year, and uh, right now we're working on a concept thing where we're writing each tune during each season. And it's all instrumental stuff, very uh, kind of almost soundtracky mm-hmm. sounding in a way. Um, but it's just the stuff that lives in my imagination that I haven't ever been able to like get out in a band situation um, because usually I can't. Like nobody's usually on board to do that kind of thing, you know. Uh, but f- I lucked out with with my drummer, and uh, so it's just me and him, and we, uh, you know, we've been putting out some really kind of cool, I think, cool music. <laughs> and the track I listened to was it was Winter, yes, uh, which obviously recorded during this last year and recorded uh during the winter right now we're working on spring Mm -hmm. uh but yeah we're writing each tune for this uh during each season and um we're talking to a few director friends of ours about making videos for each and then at the end of it we're going to hopefully do a release at a theater and play the songs live to the the actual that's like movies. the end game. Yeah, yeah. Nice. and then and then also release the whole thing on a, a Blu-ray Ooh. as well. One It'd of the coolest parts right. I I like about this project is the collaborative nature of it, and um, but Adrian, the drummer, um, he, I think they've both been doing a lot more experimental stuff. Just Zach and Adrian as artists, they've been pushing themselves a lot with new Getting new technology, new technologies, box. lots of synthetic stuff. Synthesizer, synthetic, not of synthetics, <laughs> <laughs> but like just new technology. There's every time I go in, they're like, "Look at this new shit we're doing," and I'm like, "Hey guys, that's cool, you know." <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's cool. The the whole collaborative nature. Yeah, it's of how it's that really works. and in a new way with the visuals too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I have so many friends in the on the film side mm-hmm. of things, and um, I've always wanted to be able to. 
hang with those people, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, what in, can we in, contribute? In a, yeah. in a uh, professional way, you know? And, uh, you know, this style of stuff puts me right in there. And I love it. It's a lot of fun. And it's, you know, com- it's completely out of my comfort zone. Like, I'm, I'm a bass player. And I'm, I've taught myself how to, how to play a couple of different kinds of synths and uh, keys and, you know, there's all kinds of different instruments on there and it's I'm playing everything. It's weird. And, and we had a chance to listen to it. it, it it's it's atmospheric. It's wall it's of cinematic. sound. It yeah. is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's cinematic for sure. Yeah. No, I'm really digging it and I'm really looking forward to I how like that it. works. Check it out. Pyromoth. Yeah. And that's such a cool, like, full multimedia experience. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, that's going to be fucking rad. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to do other stuff as well, not just the seasons thing, but that's kind of the the main the thing we've been working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to start playing live probably within the next couple of months. And, you know, we're writing other stuff to go around, like, you know, kind of songs that, that work like a... Uh, an anthology movie that have like you know you've got each individual you know piece and mm-hmm. then you've got the wrap around that goes in between everything we're working nice. on that stuff right now nice. as well I always like those kind of concept albums so, those are yeah. rad what are the stories <laughs> yeah you know yeah. but is, with no words yeah yeah it's pretty cool so it's basically you're making a kisses the elder in a lot of ways yeah there you go <laughs> so uh, you know metal fans we got to pull that out so from 2023 let's look back 10 years ago to 2013 Woo! Yeah. Genius and I have parlayed where we were. Uh, by any chance, the Kaufmans, 2013, where were you guys? Okay, we had to do some thinking. Mm. And um, and while we were going through the list of the movies that year, I, I think one of the biggest things that happened to us that year was Caroline Williams became our friend. Yes. <laughs> that, that was a huge thing that year. Because she hired me to do custom artwork. Um, and so we were we were just doing, like, traveling on the road, mm-hmm. doing a lot of indie stuff. Um but yeah, as far as I can think of, like the big shit that happened that year, it would have to be Caroline Williams. Love it. And yeah, because we got the auto in twenty four. And I, I was still like, it was pretty new, and I was just starting to do commissions for celebrities on the circuit. Okay. And she was one of the first ones that like really was an, an empowering um, client. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a brassy, ballsy lady, and she made me feel really good about myself and like my abilities as an artist. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. And then Leslie Easterbrook and Leslie that, Easterbrook, that same year, I think. Yeah, there was a lot of really cool commissions that happened to, for me that year with just <laughs> like on the circuit with celebrities and portraits and things. And as someone that also un- unapologetically loves the Police Academy series, that's oh yeah, pretty rad. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> when we got a phone call one night at the middle so of the night from she, Leslie Easterbrook, she, she was calls, like, "It's like ten p.m." Yeah, she was like, "Is it?" Too late to call. We were like, um, never. You can call me at any time, Leslie Easterbrook. Like, anytime. <laughs> oh, there's a red phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, specifically, just this is your time. But it, we, <laughs> we were getting ready to, it, it was before a show we were doing in Omaha, and she was going to be there. And she's she like, like, I wanted I to stuff? order a couple of hoodies um, because we didn't have any, you know, we just had the t shirts. Mm-hmm. So I special made a couple of hoodies for her. Yeah, and that's a couple right. Of her friends. Oh. So. Gotta gotta give them that custom shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. beats the, all the hell the stuff we were doing in 2013. There, genius. I know, right? <laughs> I My was probably... we, were, we were breaking out on the scene. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> well, here in the round of the hateful eight, we've uh, whittled it down to two films, 
And it's kind of, I realized. Dead uh, evil? And, oh, yeah, did <laughs> <laughs> And wah, a spider wah. ass is big. Spider ass <laughs> big. Spider <laughs> ass big. <laughs> Damn. But the fact that we've technically got uh, Latin based horror yeah. in this matchup, as we've got Fede Alvarez's The Evil Dead remake. So good. Going up against Mike Mendez's big ass spider. I like so that. funny. I like it's very that. good. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it is. It's something you don't see very often. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Not very often at all. And, and, and it's even less like, hey, this it's is something a, cool. You yeah. know, I mean, we we don't get that a lot. And I kind of fucking love that it came down <laughs> to this. And it all came down to chance. Yeah, it did. yeah. That's the madness. That's it, the madness. It was deserved and earned. Which is the sweetest of the victories. Yeah. <laughs> when you actually deserve it, yeah. Right? <laughs> That's what we do. So, I'll throw it out to you guys. Uh, which one shall we go into first? I'm going to remember Big Ass Spider way better because yeah, I just, just watched, watched it an watched hour it ago. <gasps> so, let's do the freshness. Yeah. Kay. Now, I we came in with this one. Genius programmed it specifically mm-hmm. because it was one that he really enjoyed but hadn't seen it in a while. Right. And it was a first time viewing for me. So let's do a little uh, bizarro uh, things here. Did anyone have a similar experience? I had seen it already. I it had It was a not. sci-fi movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd seen it already. And then, I had never heard of it, and I thought it was hilarious. Yes. Well, I'm the one that watches all the weird bullshit, though. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. I'm the one that watches all the weird bullshit. Like, he watches the capital F films. Yeah. And, like, all the classy stuff. And yeah. I'm over here, like, yeah. I'm Yo, big put, ass spider shit. I'm going to put on yeah. big ass spider. That's yeah, my jam. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch Lava Lantula, too. Two Lava, two Lantula. Yeah, two Lava, yeah, yeah. Two Lava, two quit or some shit. No, yeah. yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, like, shark, shark to puss. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm finally getting if Greg into If there's a shark in it, I'm watching it. Exactly. I'm getting Greg into the shitty shark movies. And I mean shitty shark movies. Yeah, 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 in a yeah, loving yeah. way. Yeah. So I love that. Uh, <laughs> in many ways, Zach and I share the same beard in the uh, in our family. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so first time viewing, you said you dug it. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. It was hilarious. And one of the things that I legit, from my first time viewing experience, is something we cherish at this point, are the Rick Dalton moments where someone shows up on the screen and you had no idea they were in the movie. And you mentioned it when you came in do and we I, started talking. Do I give talking. it away? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Fucking Ray Wise. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, Ray yeah. Wise is in this. And then... Uh, freaking, mine mine uh, was Lynn Shay. Lynn Shay is Shea amazing. Pop, uh, was mine, yeah. And uh, uh, Glory from uh, yeah. Buffy. Uh, uh, what, uh, Claire, 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 Claire yeah. Kramer? Uh-huh. Yeah, Claire yeah. Kramer. But also... Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's some Toros up in the... Fuck yeah, yeah there's some Toros in the atmosphere. I'm always... <laughs> down for a movie that has a cast member from uh, Bring It On. Yes, Jay. So. This is one of the reasons I love you. You know this. Right? <laughs> That's not spirit fingers. This, these, these are spirit fingers. Spirit fingers. <laughs> and these win, 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 what do they win? Win championships. Win championships. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Corky St. Clair. Hell yeah. Okay. Only We're thing missing. Off. No, no, no. That's okay. That is okay. Again, encouraged, encouraged. But it's like I think that's the beauty of these kind of screenings when you go in not knowing that you're going to get a Ray Wise. Another one that I saw was um, the scientist guy played uh, Professor Lodes in Carnival. You guys remember Carnival? Oh, I remember yeah. Carnival. Yeah, the, the blind, the blind mentalist man. Yes, he was. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, yep. I was like, yo, Carnival. Yeah. Which. Don't even get me started I on, know, on yeah, Carnival, that's, that's, dude. That's an old wound, Eric. An old wound. I felt like that show was made specifically for me. 
at a time oh, in my life anytime. when I was doing a lot of drugs. <laughs> Clancy Brown, Adrian Barbeau. All of it. Which which we Bill are going to meet Adrian Barbeau again later this year, and I cannot Yeah, it, we're, if we're going to oh. see Adrian Barbeau again, I'm really excited. I think I'm going to do a new shirt, but I haven't done it yet, so let's not talk about that. No, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Are any of you sensitive to spiders? Yeah, I hate spiders. I can okay. handle spiders. Yeah. They don't really creep me out too bad. Oh no, I, I I'll I'll jump through the ceiling. I I, I can't. No. Nope. So did this give you heebie-jeebies? It didn't, because it was a giant. It I was think it's giant size. Like, like yeah. it was. It wasn't like. Yeah. It, it was a like big ass spider. It wasn't like right. a real spider. Like arachnophobia is real size spiders, and they're all over you. Did we ever tell? Okay, so oh. uh, spider so movies we, don't freak me out, but real spiders do. We show. Bit. So we had a hollow uh, one of our triple features in Halloween, and we were going to do the ladies and gentlemen. Our last movie, arachnophobia. We had two people say nope. They got up and just left. Yeah. <laughs> Walkouts before the screening began. Yeah. <laughs> and then during the movie, we had a couple in front of us. Holy they were shit. just. Curled like up tight, and terrified, like a tight little ball. Terrified. Oh, yeah. And it took like I had to practically hold him back. Yeah. Because I like had, sp- I had spiders stuff. ready. Oh god. Right? I was like, I wanted to do like William Castle yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and you are the same. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are from the same <laughs> twisted yeah. cloth. And then he's like, Don't do it, dude. Do we already had walk oh, I want to do it like, too, Jay. Ah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so what you, about kaiju movies? What's your guys' experience uh, with uh, like and, and history with kaiju? I movies? love I love a, a kaiju movie. I'm a King Kong girl, and so yeah, all sorts of anything giant I'm into. I like a big woman movie too. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. just throwing uh, that out there. <laughs> like no, like like Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman, the original yeah, yeah, and the yeah. remake with Daryl like Hannah. Giant women. And we yeah. had we had like that, that poster on our wall for a long time. Yeah, it was mine. Because I like a big woman. <laughs> but <laughs> Don't we all? Any sort of giant thing. I, I've really liked all the new kaiju stuff that's been coming out. Um, so, yeah, I'm a fan. I had a, I had a pet named Gam- Gamera when I was a kid, by the way. Oh, turtle. Yeah. It was a frog. It wasn't a turtle. Oh. <laughs> I'm that kid, but it was still named Gamera. <laughs> what about you? Did you grow up with kaiju? I didn't really. Um, I it, it, Yeah, I didn't. Um, it's okay. I was late to the game, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I was. Totally my dad was a big game. fan, so I I watched all of it with my dad mostly. I, I mean, I watched like Godzilla and Godzuki, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, then the question is, do you think then that this would be kind of a? We always talk about gateway horror and the kind of uh, horror films that you can show people to kind of transition them into horror movies. Mm-hmm. Would any of you consider this a gateway horror film? I mean, it I, could be. It could be, but I, I would think it's more of a like. I don't know. It was. It was more like Chillerama yeah, it, in feel. It just know, kept making like, me think of Chillera, uh, fucking Wadzilla from well, Chillerama. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that realized, but, <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but it, it did. It had that... That that sort of retro vibe mm-hmm. of giant monsters, the invasion movies from the 50s and this, mm-hmm. you know, that type of vibe of just sort of a hokey invasion army is going to save the day, but really some hero does it, that type of fun, campy... Good times, yeah, old school, and, old school and a fun. great ensemble cast of oh just like God. fucking one liners that just kept. Yeah, coming. the security guard in particular was <laughs> we, stole the show, and that's agreed. Yeah. Yes, agreed. and that's the one thing that when we went in going it's been like 126 movies by the yeah, way. Yeah, I looked him up and I was Holy like, damn, he's been in yeah. a ton of shit, dude. That man can work. Yeah, well, and that, and it was funny because it wasn't 
it was like not borderline offensive, right. but like no, it was just like done, sweet. He was yeah, just kind of like mm-hmm. a, a silly sweet guy. If yeah. it was done mean spirited, right. then we'd be like, boo, right, canceled, big right. ass spider, right. right. But at the same time, no, it was done because he go he goes into battle oh, time and time again for his friend. You know? Right, like, I'm here with you. I'm your Robin, man. I'm here, yeah. yeah. I'm your Robin, yeah, yeah. I'm your Robin. Yeah. You're the bad man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bad man. No, you're the bad man. You're the bad man. I'm the Robin. It goes into intent, man. And mm-hmm. the intent's pure with yeah, a movie totally, like this. Totally. And it's fun. It is yeah. fun. It knows its limitations. It knows its budget. Yeah. And it doesn't try to bite off more than it che- it wants to it knows it wants to make a fun B budget production movie. wise too. It's super good. It's yeah. really good. And super good. Going back the to the face it again. melting. Oh yeah, yeah. when that dude Just... gets his face melts off, we were both like, damn. When the pra- <laughs> when the practical hits, it hits really yeah. well. Yeah. And for a movie like Big Ass when Spider, you're not expecting people, a lot of practical. Whenever people were get shot with webs and pulled it, away, mm. it was very good. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of really good stuff. And the CGI were especially um, for 2013. Yes. When it was running and it had little footprints, I was yeah. like, damn, they paid attention. They put little footprints in. And I think it's because you talk about people that are one of us. Uh, Mike Mendez is—he's one of us. Yeah, his He-Man collection is unparalleled. That's amazing. Yeah, he is legit one of us, but just very talented. And in this case, and have you by any chance seen any of his other movies? I I don't know. I looked Maybe? on two, I, from what I saw on Tubi. I had seen a couple of. Them. Okay, there's yeah. like I know like Co- the Covenant. Uh, the Covenant. Uh, don't, don't kill, kill it. Or don't kill it. He with had Dolph a thing Lundgren. in the, the Halloween movie, uh, right? Uh, Tales of Halloween. Tales of Halloween. Uh-huh. Yeah, he actually did a Friday. It was Saturday the thir- Saturday the uh, Friday Saturday the fourteenth with the little no, claymation with the tweet. Tra- tweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's done a lot of. He always does goofy fun. fun. Movies. Yeah, yeah. That's m- one of my favorite styles. That's my jam. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's because it's it's stuff you can throw on at any time. Yeah. Like and what, horror I, be... I will say too, as a horror fan, that is kind of a thing that I will show people the first time I show them a movie mm-hmm. as to not traumatize them yes. right, right away. So I'll be like, here's this fun movie, and now like, here's, here's Martin's side of the <laughs> You know, so right. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta kind of goose them a little, and then like, then you throw on the crazy shit. So yeah, this would be a good one to it's like a, start. It's like arachnophobia could go either way. That could oh, either yeah, be though. really fun yeah. or it could be or terrifying. Or terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate spiders, but I thought it was fun. And it should be noted, this is a PG-13 film. Uh-huh. Arachnophobia itself was PG-rated. Right, and oh, this no was made yeah. for TV. Yeah. You know, this came from the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. And so like... It had a lot of California boobies and bikinis, mm-hmm. too, <laughs> by the way. With copious <laughs> amount of Pixie songs, which was the style which was of the time. Yeah. Really funny. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, th- I think that's the thing. It's, it's fun. And I, let I, me ask you guys, as people that are artists, that, you know, do you have stuff on in the background while you're working? Is that oh, constantly? Kind of, oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you walk into her office I always have during a the day, going. she's okay. always got her a movie on of some sort, and sometimes she's got her headphones on with something else on. Yeah, I listen to music you know. while I watch movies. A lot. And, <laughs> and anytime you walk into the shop, I don't care what it is, I've got my headphones on if I'm on the print side listening to something. And if yeah. I'm not on the print side, I'm in the studio listening to something. So something's so, going on. Yes. So we let me ask you this. The media. Will this now, can this go into a rotation? Some 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 good, you know, I'm, I want something good on the back or just maybe, something I want to watch? Or maybe. it'll. It's definitely one that I would revisit yeah. again for sure. For sure. I think with some horror comedies... To get the gist of it, you kind of want to watch it. 
Yeah. Because like, yeah. You, you you need the setup of the joke to really appreciate the mm-hmm. punchline. Mm-hmm. You know, and the visual of the delivery. Yeah. 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 You know, subtle little gestures and things that people might be doing. Yeah. And because like some things you can, some horror comedies you can have in the background, especially like if it's like old hat. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm sure I can have tremors in the background, but eventually the bad yeah, thing with sure. movies like that, I'll be like. Draw you in and down and watch this for a minute. What am I doing? Oh, yeah, I got shit to do. I'm at work. Fuck. Yeah. And so, <laughs> well, from a movie that is a ton of fun to a movie and it's just very mean. I thought it was also a ton of fun. I had a lot of fun with this I, one, yeah, too, but I it's me. Too. It's yeah. the mean side of, uh, as mean we were talking about. I'm a mean person, though, so yeah. <laughs> as, as we were talking, like we were talking about, you know, here's the fun side of horror. Yeah, yeah. Now here's the mean but yet fun side of horror. Yeah, for which, sure. Which means I guarantee, goddamn, to you, Erica. By any chance, have you seen Nope? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, many, many times. Let me ask you this. Oh God. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> when a certain monkey appeared on the screen, uh-huh. did you laugh? I don't know. I don't uh, know if I laughed. Oh, well, wait. Maybe a different kind of monster than Jeannie, because I know you all over the same monstrous cloth. I, I'm just seeing like, who laughs. Like when he starts doing his thing and like <laughs> like like slamming his fist and thunk, 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 thunk. I mean, I can see you really in getting <laughs> off on that, Jay. Yeah, I can tell right now. I don't think I laughed. I don't think I laughed. I'm, it's He's not. I, I was probably just like, oh, God. Like, okay. like my laughter sometimes <laughs> comes from like, whoa. Yeah. So mine comes from shock, too. And it's not like I'm laughing at the, like, wailing, the act of violence itself. The problem is, is like something we were talking about, like, during possession. Yeah. My mind, like, turned, like, I start, like, thinking, it reminds me of other stuff, synapses start firing, and I'm thinking of, like, Simpsons episodes, right, yeah. and, like, funny animal attack videos. Funny and, like, animal attack videos. You know? Right, and all these different shit like that, yeah. and it's just, like, the so I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just cracking up. Well, I realize now that not only did we miss out watching this with Dustin and them, we missed out watching it with the Kaufmans. Oh, like, man. I love Nope, so, man. But, oh, I, yeah, talking about Nope. Oh, go, go on, talk about Nope. No, 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 I thought you were talking about Evil Dead. Again. Oh, yeah, going oh. back to Evil Dead. Yeah. Well, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go. One movie that I cracked up that I think, like, I don't know, Mandy, there's yeah. a scene in Mandy that like I died laughing. It's like when the part when they're the Cenobikers are coming out mm-hmm. and they dispatch the one character that looks like Thurman Merman. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just died. I just yeah. I just pictured in my head sandwiches. And it was being like, <laughs> that's the thing. I I'm I'm constantly not thinking of jokes. I they just kind of pop up. Like that happened that happens to me too at times in movies where it's just like, oh, I'm the only one laughing. Oh and god. It makes me laugh <laughs> and it makes me a monster because when, yeah. when I laugh and something actually tickles me, it's a big bellowy laugh. Right. Yeah. And if you're in a quiet theater and something <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. So we're sitting, I'm glad it didn't happen in Nope, but it sure shit happened in Mandy. So oh right God, when that Jay. part goes out, whoo, I'm like, <laughs> and then it just kind of caused a little bit of chain reaction. Right. But at the same time, same thing happened to Poughkeepsie tapes. 
Oh, whoa. We're watching Poughkeepsie tape. I'm watching Poughkeepsie tape. <laughs> you just tape. got judged by everyone. <laughs> Sorry. Something, something happened, and I was just like, <laughs> right? And I was like, oh, shit. I'm just laughing That's at Poughkeepsie tape. That's fun, though. And I'm I mean, looking around, and I'm like. My, my niece, Jojo, would probably laugh at Poughkeepsie. I can't say it. Poughkeepsie tape. Excuse me. Keepsie poo tapes. Mom thing we're having Poughkeepsie and me pulled Poughkeepsie at the library. So you all said you had a pretty memorable first time. Time of viewing of the uh, yeah, it was a surprise <laughs> party for our friend Tim McClaws. Ah. It was his fortieth, uh, his fortieth anniversary, fortieth <laughs> birthday uh, uh, being born. Yes, his fortieth anniversary uh, being we born. We were the distractions. We had to. Um, we, we, it was a surprise party. Yeah, it was a surprise party. So um, we took him to dinner, and we they had to, rented out the whole. Yeah, they theater rented. For him. They rented nice. Greenland. The big theater. Oh, nice. The, and they packed one. it. Yeah, they nice. packed it full of like his friends and family. And of his, course, all these people he knew. Um, and we were just like, I think, I think we had said that we got a pre-screening or some shit, like tickets to a pre-screening of Evil Dead. Or did he know we were going to see Evil he Dead? He knew we were going to see Evil Dead, and he was he was all like gung ho and pissed <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, like he wanted we to get there, like, get there, get there, get there as fast as we fucking seat, could. Right? He wanted to like get his spot, and get all his shit. And I was like, Nah, we we had to wait. And so yeah, it was oh. just a hassle like keeping him away from the theater. But we got him there, and he was totally surprised. But and it was like it was, it was a soul. It Somebody was just made this. Like, this Necronomicon birthday Necronomicon cake. cake. I just remember that too. It was oh, huge, and it was so good, like in the shape of a Necronomicon. But it was like realistic. It looked like it was like one of those that looks oh, like somebody yeah. had painted yeah. it and sculpted it, and so it was this fancy shit. Necronomicon yeah, was awesome. birthday cake. It was a dope. It was one of the best birthdays. And Tim McClaws is one of the biggest Evil he's... Dead fans that I know personally, and we know fandoms. <laughs> and so he's like the Evil Dead boy. And so watching it with him. His enjoyment. Just, it, it was like watching it with a little kid. It was yeah, it's so because like, he, he does that bellow laugh shit. <laughs> yeah, and so so the, the whole time, like everything, every time something just horrific would happen, you'd hear Tim <laughs> just like fucking loving it. So we yeah pro- we, yeah, we probably we probably our first experience at it more with it have, was very you know? celebratory. Yes. Like it was a fun, happy event already. Yeah. So like we didn't see Evil Dead with like. The a normal audience we saw it with like a horror audience it was like yeah of all of our like, of like weird horror people. Yeah. Like, yeah and it was it was the best way to see it I think yeah, because it, awesome. it just elevated it to like that insane level of evil dead fucking chaos okay. you know yeah. a communal experience it yeah. matters it amped it up totally it, it's infectious because it's one thing to see it with a, a theater full of normies yeah in the theater, right. just but, randos okay, just, but it's another thing to see it with rabid fans. Right. So, like, not a lot of movies affect me on a visceral level because I've seen so much. Mm-hmm. But there's this scene where she's hiding in the shed and the chainsaw comes through the wall and it just nicks the top of her fucking kneecap. Ugh! <laughs> when that happened, I remember in the theater being like, no! That is the worst ever! Like, out of all the things in the movie that could affect me on such a deep way, it's when the chainsaw just... Get your kneecap. Ooh. I mean, you could take the whole entire, uh, anything that Lou Pucci did in that movie and it wouldn't talk Oh, my God, yes. Then. But that's the beauty of that kind of When just... they pulls the needle out of his eye, slowly. That's, that was rough. <laughs> that, was, that one was like, I'm like, oh. Yeah. That movie has a lot of those moments for me where it's just like, whoa, dude, they took it there. Okay. The tree, the whole, the whole tree rape was just like, whoa, <laughs> okay. It's I didn't it. think they would get more. Yeah. Than the original. Right. Yeah. And they, it was. The original was already there. like, oh, and this one. Yeah. It was up there already. Yeah. Right. It was in and it. And like, yeah. in it to win it. <laughs> <laughs> Possessed. 
<laughs> Almost. <laughs> oh, that's possession. <laughs> oh, cyclical humor. <laughs> we call that a callback. <laughs> so, question. Yeah. What was it like revisiting it? I didn't rewatch it. No, I okay. just rewatched it in my memory. Uh, and- but I, I have, had, I have just the time to watch the one. That's true. You okay. guys, you guys. Yeah, are... we kind of got hit up. Just, yeah. But so I did just rewatch it in the past few months. Oh shit! And it's one that I throw on every now and again because it's a fun time for me. It's been probably a year, year and a half for me since I've seen it. It's a, it's a rewatcher. It's, I like it. Yeah. That's so, why when you watched when you asked me that earlier of of like how often I would rewatch Big Ass Spider. Right. It's like I well I did just rewatch Evil Dead, so I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. So when you heard they're gonna make an Evil Dead remake, what were your initial thoughts? Were you are you like, oh man? Or no, I'm not like... one of those people. I'm always excited. Okay, uh, but I'm I'm just always I always I'm, as a horror ravenous horror person, I always want more. So I, I just <laughs> on a remake or, or something like that or a reboot, I just want them to take the story where it hasn't been. Yeah, and that's, that's what this thing... one looks like. It's in doing the new one. Yeah, that's Ooh, the only yeah. thing that yeah. I, oh, yeah. my my only complaint about that Evil Dead that we're talking about from 2013 was it was they did do new stuff with it, but it was still pretty a lot much the same of similar movie, you know? the from bones. the original. Yeah. 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 Structure and all of it, yeah. But yeah, this new one that's coming out. The mom aspect, new awesome kid. I like kids. I was saying before, I love when kids are in movies. Mm-hmm. I love child actors and just like the rawness that you can get when there's just a kid involved in the cast. So I'm pretty excited about that. So, oh, we'll get on the mic. So is <laughs> like, what are you doing? No wonder he first started doing that to me. He was like, like, like what are you, are you talking about? It? Are you getting Wait, it? What? What? <laughs> Wait, what, am I, what do you want me to do, dude? I'm like, we're, it's not that kind of interview. No, Doing um, dirty gestures off the off <laughs> mic, folks. Sorry. I <laughs> forgot where I was going with this. Um, okay, the so child actors. Child actors. Yeah. So as a horror fan, I know Sorry. like, I'm always like, whenever they kill a kitty or an animal. Yeah. And I, I was not like that right. before, you know? So like, I was always like, whatever, kill everything now. So I'm now more aware of people like, oh... I don't like seeing that kind of shit. Yeah. So yeah. you loving kid actors and whatnot, whenever like kids get like if a movie is Stephen King approved and they off a kid. Yeah. Are you like, oh man? Or are you like I mean, I guess it depends on the importance of the kid and the plot, truthfully. Right. If I've built up a rapport for the kid, then I'm gonna be sad when they get killed off. But right. if it's just some kid However, that, like in Stand By Me, there's that kid like the kid just dies and gets hit on some railroad tracks. Like we don't care about the kid that's dead at the beginning I of Stand gave By a Me. Shit about really? Ray Brower. Come on now. Man, I didn't I just want to see his dead body. <laughs> I got a comb in my pocket, let's go. <laughs> As I'm sitting there eating blueberry pie. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. <laughs> but anyway, you're saying, however, I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Welcome to Nightmare Junkhead, where that shit happens all the time. So, <laughs> no, so like, because <clears throat> sometimes I, I will I will be like, oh man, I don't want that kid to go. But then sometimes I'm like, you know, fuck that kid. You know, like, yeah, I was going to say, however, if it's an animal, like a dog, oh. Yeah, if she'll if, lose if, her shit. Yeah, if a dog dies in a movie, I'm not into it. It's at all. There's, I'm very sensitive that's to why, that. That's why I really liked the prey that just came out. Oh, because the dog was such yeah. a hero, man, and I was yeah. like, yeah. Um, but back to Evil Dead. Another thing that I like about the new one coming out is the the female aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like a psychotic female 
killer lead mm-hmm. type and the family dynamic of it looks cool. like it's an aunt i'm an aunt and my sister is insane so there's a lot of similarities <laughs> yeah. well plus it's something always taboo when you have a mother trying to kill the children yeah right that, that mom know? is going to use her her strengths like they're going to use that the familial bond the familial bond to kill evil. the children yeah mm-hmm. and I, I look forward to that type of twisted dynamic and the more i talk about it the more i hear about it my expectations keep kind of rising and that's dangerous for I, me. I do yeah, that like, too. Um, yeah like... I, I fluff up a movie a lot myself before i see a thing do you oh i i, I, I have to... a tendency to do that and then oh see I, i'm lord expectations baby i'm never, yeah. never i try to avoid everything about a movie before i see it going in as blind as possible yes. unless i'm in the theater then i'll take in a trailer yeah i, I, I don't even like that well I, I that's not true i've always if been one that follows if it's like a one that I've like been waiting for, mm-hmm. you know. Then I will walk out of the trailer for yeah. He'll long. he'll cover really his, yeah. yeah. If a trailer comes on that he's been waiting for a movie, he'll close his eyes and go la 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 la, so he doesn't see the trailer or see anything I, about it. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Too. I respect Me that. Too. I love trailers though. Yeah, I, I will watch trailers. trailers. I'll mm-hmm. just be like, "What are the new trailers today?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. It's just the ones that I'm like super fucking stoked about. You know, like when the new Star Wars stuff was coming out for the first time, I was like, "Ha ha ha!" But you know, and then it gets spoiled immediately. Are we yeah. talking Phantom Menace or are we talking? No, 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 no. like the Force newer Awakens. stuff. Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good new <laughs> shit. <laughs> the new new Jay you mean Mandalorian. It's <laughs> not so good. Yeah. So uh, other thoughts on Evil Dead before we pit these two. Well, the lead actress, what's her oh, name? Mia uh, Jane Levy. Yeah, Jane Levy. Her, she's great. She's yeah. amazing. We are just fans that, of her. What was that show she was on with she Jeremy was, Sisko? Yeah, she was on a TV show for a minute where um, she plays Jeremy Sisko's daughter, mm. and it was like. Uh, I don't even remember what it was, but we fell in love with her on some sort of TV show. And then when she was in the lead, I was like, oh, shit, this this actress is dope. And she just destroyed it. Like, she was super good in that movie. Because I think one of the main hurdles, especially with Evil Dead fans, is having an Evil Dead movie without Bruce Campbell. Yeah, for real. I think you can do other offshoots. This is like what they're doing with Star Wars now. Finally, it's like... They're getting away from those those core main characters and expanding on the rest and now of the it's world. Just like I think they can do the same thing with Evil Dead. Definitely, because I mean, it's absolutely. the Necronomicon. It's the magic. It's yeah. the demons. It's right. the shit. Yeah, and I think that's cool. Plus, we've already, it's already been established in many horror movies that the Necronomicon can show up where mm-hmm. fucking ever. It yeah, walks. yeah, yeah. And we've already, we already got Ash versus Evil Dead, and that well, was that was that was the uh, love letter to the original. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I think that they can totally go where I they do want now. really enjoy all the offshoots of the Evil Dead That's franchise in same. general because they're fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Even, it's, even it goes if they're back mean to the fun and violent and gory, mm-hmm. as in one, or their sword and sandal wizardry and and goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St- with stooge foo. But, but there yeah. is something to be said about Sam Raimi because that first episode mm-hmm. of Ash versus Evil Dead versus the rest of them. There, it just hit different. It was and awesome. It's it's the man. Yeah. He's one of the masters. Yep, without a doubt. That so. man can make a western fucking epic. <laughs> I mean, he can make. I mean, westerns are epic and no, enjoy. He, and anyway, he can I make love baseball westerns, epic. <laughs> fucking quick and the dead. God <laughs> damn, that's mm-hmm. a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, recently I for the first time have only watched Darkman for the first time and the Quick and the Dead for the man, first time. Man, I haven't seen Darkman since, since the theater. Dark Man is so good. 
I saw wow. it in a the theater. That's the last time I saw Sam it. Sam Raimi's Rewatch Batman. It. It's incredible. Sam it is. It's, it's Sam unreal. Raimi's Batman. Yeah. It's, it's so good. It is so good. Now, a lot of love heaped on both of these films, but only one can uh, make its way into the round of the Frightful Four. Uh, two <sighs> bits of criteria we have here in this round. And the first one, uh, very abstract, uh, philosophical. Uh, but we're going to ask you to create a definition or kind of a, uh, create an aesthetic of what horror films were to you in 2013, and then based on that definition, which of the films fits that definition better? Uh, so, Gus, would you like to get started? Do you want us to get started on that side? I'm going to need some time to think about that. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and get started. Lay it on us. Um, so we, we went through the list earlier before <laughs> we started, and a thing that I noticed was uh, a lot of cool independent productions um, there were two that had Caroline Williams in them, but at the same time we were sort of in like new in the indie circuit at the time. And so a lot of people we knew were in the movies that were coming out. And um, so there was this, this cool indie spirit of, there was just, there was like a goofiness. There was, yeah, there was a resurgence of the fun sort of indie vibe with horror. There was like hatchet three, um, what was, there was, there was a couple other ones, but there was just sort of a fun, like almost a nostalgic eighties throwback vibe, uh -huh. but I don't know. I can't, that's the best I can describe it is that it was sort of a nostalgic, fun indie experience, but I don't know if it's just cause that's what I was immersed in at the that, time. That's your baggage. And, that's, and that's so, yeah, yeah, that's just what I'm going to say is that that's how, so, that's where it was for so me. So that being said, which, two, which of the two films fits that's that? That's rough because they both super <laughs> fit that aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna have to go with Evil Dead because of where I was and how it was like I went to a big party. It was my friend's birthday. Like mm -hmm. it was such a big part of my life at the time. So I'm gonna have to go with the Evil Dead. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm excellent. I'm gonna have to <laughs> agree with you on the fun aspect because, and I, I still kind of that's what I look for even now. Um, but I, yeah, it, that whole like all that whole list was. Just a ton of just really, I don't want to say lighthearted, but because uh, they're horror movies. <laughs> but you know like what the, I mean? There was like a, they, a lot of passion was... behind the product, the projects. Yeah, like it was of, a yeah. good productions. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and and, and would would totally rewatch you know that stuff over and over again. Um, that being said, I haven't watched Evil Dead except for like once or twice mm -hmm. since then. I would probably go with Big Ass Spider myself. Yeah. I can see that. And fucking Ray Wise, man. Come on. It's, he's so it, beautiful. His hair <laughs> is still just, just stellar. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever met Ray Wise. No, I've not been lucky enough. Do it. He's okay, a, do dude, it. He, yeah. Man, he Moral comes imperative. over he comes over to our booth every time. Oh. And she still hasn't got to talk to him, but I've got <sighs> I've talked to him on several occasions. And he is just the sweetest, just like most genuine guy, I think. You know, I hear that about him by from everyone. That sounds so. awesome. Yeah, oh. for Ray Wise to be dope because you think he'd be like Ray. rough and like. No, right. yeah, no, I hear totally I hear super what I thought. good I, things about him. I yeah. was totally intimidated by like going up and talking to him because he's fucking Ray Wise. Ray Wise. Yeah, yeah. he's like, gonna it, chew it, me it, out. Right, yeah. he's gonna like yell Michael at me. And I'm, yeah. I'm in trouble now. Yeah, like hi, Mister Wise. Shut up. Talk. Right, but no, he's he's super cool, and I think the actors like him, like what we were talking about this earlier. Uh, you know, like those the, guys, the, the gracious indie cl indie 
like legends mm-hmm. that Wise, participate. Sid Haig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sid was one. Kane is one. Like there's a, there's a few just actors that'll pop up in indie productions that will like increase always. the value just from being like present. Clint Howard. Yeah, man. Yeah. And and so he, Ray Wise is definitely one of those guys, but, and he and, does and, it with such class. And, and like you know, style. Ray Wise could yeah. be you know and is in a lot of senses an A list. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for him to be so like. Inclusive and and like participatory and yeah. in, in the indie community is just really cool. Understands me. the assignment. Yeah, just yeah, right. Gets it. Shows up. Gets it. Job done. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn. Does it well. Nice work, right. Kaufman's <laughs> senior genius. So, I have to agree. A lot of different things that were coming into 2013 that everything was a little bit more fun. But I think Evil Dead is more indicative of 2003, the decade before, because, one, that was the rise of the remakes. Mm -hmm. That was the rise of the more violent, darker remakes. Mm -hmm. While still it's fun and it was goofy, I think Evil Dead, oh, that's 2003? All right, cool. But I think Big Ass Spider is more indicative of 2013 because I think at that time is peak sci-fi era mm-hmm. where we're two sharknadoes three sharknadoes yeah, yeah, yeah. into it yeah where people are getting ready to sit and sci-fi is known for having fun be mu- yeah totally mu- that's why i watched top. it definitely yeah. Yeah. and so i think that's for more what's the style of the time i'm gonna go big ass spider okay good call good point <laughs> and then there was one. My approach is I'm gonna call this the Paula Abdul effect. <laughs> two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, <laughs> and two steps back. Back and doing two. Yeah, uh, because opposites attract. And what I'm looking at is looking at all the films that came out in 2013, in terms of the familiar. Okay. We got a lot of remakes. Uh, we got a remake of Carrie. Obviously, we got a remake of Evil Dead. We've got a number of sequels. Uh, we've got Curse of Chucky. We've got Fright Night 2, not the one that Erica is rocking right now. We've got I Spit <laughs> on Your Grave 2, and we got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Mm. But then we also got some new stuff as well. We got um, the introduction of Art the Clown mm-hmm. and uh, All Hallows Eve. We've got Bad Milo. Ken Marino, good-looking pies. It's fun comedy horror, good times. Always good. The Conjuring, we talked about already. Mm-hmm. Jugface. Jugface is a great indie one. Mama. Beautiful, beautiful mama. Only Lovers Let Alive, World War Z. So Oculus. we've got some new Yeah, there's stuff. some, ooh, yeah, Oculus. So yeah. some new voices, new directions, which I appreciate. Yeah, and then, a lot of good stuff there. And I'm thinking, though, with those new directions, where did we go from there? And... I'm thinking in terms of the two steps forward and two steps back, trying to maintain being not neutral. My vote, my vote's going to go for Evil Dead on this one because I do think it has its IP roots in. It's a remake, obviously, but mm-hmm. I do think it is pushing forward to something different. It did t- do a bunch of new shit. It really did. And then also just in terms of what Fede Alvarez did a few Since. years later with yeah. Breathe, another collaboration with Jane Levy. So yeah, I'm going to go with Evil Dead on that one. Now, that being said... We were talking about both of these films from all the way back in 2013, 10 years later. Which of the two are we still talking about 10 years later from now? Um, Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead. Just because it's in the canon. It's in the lexicon of, yeah. <laughs> no hesitation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. None at yeah. all. <laughs> that was It's part of the lineage, though. Like, it's part of a, of of a ca- like a huge 
thing. It, it, yeah. It's, it's a legacy. Legacy. There we go. There. Legacy. A legacy property, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. Right? French, legacy franchise? Legacy franchise. Who yeah. knows? We might still be getting. There could be a resurgence of some big ass spider shit. We'll be talking about. <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, and that's what's funny is 10 years later, if we're still doing this, we're talking Evil Dead Rise. Right. Yeah. Celebrating its 10th year anniversary. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Crazy enough. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So that being said, my vote as well is for Evil Dead because I think nobody's talking about Big Ass Spider now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I yeah. think I think the name Big Ass Spider is blessing and it's curse because I think it's the same thing people think. Oh, it's Sharknado. Sharknado is a different type of fun B horror mm-hmm. movie that knows what it's doing, but it's a di- it's trauma versus it's very because it's Lloyd Kaufman, by the way. Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman is the F- another another yeah. great yeah. cameo in in uh, Big Ass Spider. So. Right. It's kind of like you know. Sharknado he was is wearing like... a Tupac hoodie this this weekend. By the way, really? Yeah. Yes, apparently, he has many. Yeah. All eyes on me. All right. eyes on Uncle Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. All eyes on Toxy. <laughs> All eyes Toxy. <laughs> All right now. You too. You too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's the <laughs> gangster rap Toxy. All right now. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so no. I'm so I'm thinking like. Nobody talks about Big Ass Spider now, and I think it gets it's going to be lumped in with the name Big Ass Spider. People think it's going to be a goofy yeah. Sharknado type, as opposed to a loving homage to these old school movies. Right, and so I think it's just going to get lumped in that meh. But we are going to be talking about Evil Dead as one of the better remakes out there. Yeah. And so I think ten years down the road, we're going to be talking about Evil Dead. Yep. Uh, yeah, just continue this train right on into the uh, the end here. I'm going Evil Dead as well for the fact that, yes, it's part of a legacy. Uh, we'll probably be talking about Evil Dead Rise 10 years from now. And then also, like you said, the stuff outside of the Evil Dead that Fede Alvarez did, from Don't Breathe to the stuff that he's producing with the Texas Chain... The, wait, Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out last year, which I didn't think was bad. Nice was, and gory. I thought it was bad. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's I another. That's I, another I, episode, I didn't even guys. see it. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I had beef, but I didn't mind it. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> when we, we do a retrospective of that in ten years, later, <laughs> all the Texas Chainsaw shit. Yeah. I'm the girl. Well, it doesn't matter because uh, rip roaring its way through this big ass spider and making Ooh. its way into the round of the frightful four. The Evil Dead remake, which means we have a Necronomicon showdown. Yeah, we do. So a Necronomicant. Or a Necronomicon. Well, that means now, at this point, on uh, Championship Saturday, our first matchup here, and again, it's going to be on our listeners' votes out there, but we've got from 1983, we have Sleepaway Camp going up against the uh, uh, entry of 2003, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. And then on Sunday, we will have, uh, from 1993, Jason Goes to Hell going up against the Evil Dead remake. And then on Monday, we will have the winners going up and to see who is going to win this year's Into the Mouth of March Madness. Yes. Fun. That is oh, a yeah. good battle. First of all, I was, I, I, okay, so for Adrian fucked up my bracket. Okay. <laughs> I did have Sleepaway Camp. Sure. But I had Sleepaway Camp versus Jurassic Park. I was not <laughs> expecting, I was not expecting Jason Goes to Hell. To beat Jurassic Park. It, it happens. It happens. Mm, and yeah. it's, it's through the people we invite that make that happen. And quite honestly, y'all, it's always good to see you guys. So thank yeah, you. Thank you so much for thank having you. us. No, of course. And it's always been a long Super time coming fun. regardless. And legit love you. You guys are family. Like, legit family. And yep. so Same. 
Atomic Cotton, all 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 things social media, basically. All the things Atomic yeah. Cotton and Xanadu Hellfire. I'm Pyromoth. Pyromoth. <laughs> so uh, here, uh, God, it's done. It's over. It's over. We did it. <laughs> so that being said, in the month of April, uh, next week we are actually Ooh, be... April. So, okay. <laughs> so next week I will say we are going to be previewing uh, this year's Panic uh, Film Festival. Uh huh. All the good stuff Always there. Good and time. then in April we're. Let's just say we're going off brand. We're going very off brand. So, but we're going off brand, oh. yet staying on brand. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll tell them what we're going to be talking about <laughs> at that time. So, until that time, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee, and we will see you in your dreams. Madness. Madness!